welcome to directly to use the 137th episode of that show. It's our show. We're for nice four collectively, me and Parker. Hello, Parker. How you doing? 127th. I just corrected you. It's true. AJ, you did, did, dude. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. It's sure. Surely, but they like when I mess up, man. It's true. I mess up. Anyway, we're collectively joined Mm -hmm. by Richard from my Nintendo News. We use their news a lot, so you know, (laughs) you know of them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do. I do. It's where you go for the slight spelling mistake on the news post. Hopefully, we can glaze over that. I saw I in my day job just now, as far as slight spelling mistake, someone was trying to, I read some article that was like a very businessy article that my boss told me and my team needs to read. And somebody said, uh, and we segued into other countries, blah, 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 or something, meaning segue like to segue, but they spelled it like, Oh no! Like, like the, the Segway, yeah. the machine. Oh, yeah. And I was just imagining them in this very business professional attire, segueing into other countries Logan and that made me very that. happy because <laughs> he like you know how like logan used to be like i'm the segway guy and it's like no that's just the show <laughs> but like yeah. whenever he was talking about it with guests like i like doing segways he uh-huh. would spell it like that like, that's how you know you're not the segway guy yeah um, but anyway you could support the show by going to youtube.com slash fanatics for twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4, Jesus, and paying $4.99, where you will get exclusive emotes, loyalty badges, gaming time with us, free switch keys from time to time, access to our supporters only Discord, where you could talk to Duncan, he will say yo, 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 and you can tell him happy birthday, because it's currently his birthday today, on the day that we're recording this, Friday, so tell Duncan happy belated, if you haven't already (laughs) told, you know, if you already told him happy birthday, tell him happy birthday again, you know? Richard, time. did you tell Duncan happy birthday? I didn't, no, oh but happy goodness. birthday, Duncan. Uh, Are you going to say how old he is? He's 24. 24. He did, he did a SpongeBob meme, dude. I didn't oh. get the SpongeBob meme, to be honest. You didn't get it? Was no. it, was like, it? It was SpongeBob and Patrick, and they were in the school thing, and then he's like yeah. telling them a joke, and he's like 24, and then SpongeBob's like, you know, it's even funnier than 24. And Patrick's like, what? And he's like, 25. And then they start laughing. It's a whole thing, dude. It's a whole uh, thing. I have to be know? 24 again. Anyway. <laughs> Only I came here to have fun, not think just, about how old I am, guys. Just 90s kids. Thing, True. Right? Yeah. It's just 90s kids, you know? Oh, man. Um, but also, you could join our Discord regardless of if you give us money or not by clicking the link in the description. And Duncan will still say, yo, 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 I'm sure. And you should definitely tell him happy birthday there, too. You know, tell, if you're a supporter, tell him happy birthday in both of the chats. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. You know? Yeah. What? But anyways, we talk about video games here. What video games, as if I don't know, are we playing? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Richard, Richard and I are both playing some games that were from the Indie World stuff, and we're going to be talking about the Indie World stuff, so we're going to hold it off till then. But we've sure. also been playing some other games. Um, the first one, I don't know if you guys are playing any more of this at all, but I beat Paper Mario this week. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go back to finished Mario. it. It's done. It's too the much deed stuff, man. Has been complete. I also on this same. And have day, you still th- this whole time? Mm-hmm. Have you been like, uh, I got kicked off. I guess every I'm once done. in a while it would happen. I also would. Oh my god! I would keep in mind. I would like check when the last. So Richard, for context, I've been playing it through AJ's account because, long story short, the first time I was like, oh, I want to go ahead and just try it um, okay. to be able to talk about it on the podcast. And then I started it and I was like, well, I don't want to start again. So now I'm just going to wait for a sale and buy it for myself then whenever that happens. Um, so How are whatever. you finding it? Like, I, Honestly, 
Mm, I've I haven't played it. I haven't okay. played it. I watched the Treehouse live. Yeah, and got bad idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. It, oh, yeah. yeah, I I agree. Like it put me off a little bit mm-hmm. watching the Treehouse Live. I was like, this looks boring a little bit. Like it looks like wonder, like beautiful world and like cool yeah. stuff. But the gameplay just didn't look like the battle seemed really easy because they were just it, all that kind of stuff. And it that part of the game, like that's the first kind of. Uh, eh, it's not the first part of the world, but that's kind of when it first starts. Uh, yeah. It's the yeah. first Very. like major boss of yeah. the game. Yeah, exactly. So, so that said, um, yeah, I was also like hesitant about it from that specifically, but then yeah, having played it, it's, it's been really good. I, I will say there are a couple bits towards closer to the end that are a little bit tedious. Um, but the, the combat picks up I, I, towards the end. Also, I was like, I did use the toads more often than I did at the beginning because I was just like, I just want to see what the end of the game yeah, is. Chuck at this them point. in. You pay. You pay them, don't you? you I do. Yeah. And I had so much money by in. the end. It's, it's which you know is. Uh, I I'm refu- sure. I refuse. I will not use money. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> there I are some. Honest, it, it just gets to the point towards the end where some of the puzzles are just legitimately complicated um, to figure out what they are, and I'm like. I don't want to take damage. So, <laughs> so it's pretty much that, but uh, yeah, all in all, I enjoyed it. Um, and I had another thought. Yeah. There were, there were just a couple bits that were tedious and the checkpointing wasn't amazing. Um, well, I think too far, too far apart. Or, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's one, one section. Uh, yeah. Towards, towards the end of the green streamer that I, thought was particularly like that that it was the the mechanics of it were a little bit more different than uh i don't i don't want to spoil anything so i don't know but like it's like a game show kind of thing and you pretty okay. much you have to get through the whole game show but the bits in it aren't as easy as you would think they maybe should be for being fairly different mechanics from the rest of what the game was so i did fine in it but it and i don't know there's just some some stuff to where it felt mm. more tedious than i wanted it to be but that said, the rest of it, it was good. The story was fun. Was um, I enjoyed the world and all that, uh, and, and it was neat. I then also that same day beat Yoshi's Crafted World because I was just like, I haven't, so I will. Nice. And then I did, and I was like, that was a game. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was colorful. It was Nintendo. Yeah. Insanely easy by the looks of things. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So those are those, um, and that's most of what I've been playing outside of the the indie world stuff. But what about you guys? I've been playing Samurai Jack mm-hmm. Battle Through Time because that's the thing, you know. Freaking Aku is like, I'm a bad guy and I'm strong, and Samurai Jack's like, crap. He's too strong. I gotta <laughs> go back to when he wasn't strong, you know. And then Aku's like, nah, man, none of that can't do that and then he sends you somewhere else um but this is like later in the the lore or whatever like it's already uh-huh. established you're not like you like the tweet that i posted he's like a little babby samurai jack uh-huh. in this game you're a fully grown samurai jack dude nice. you're battle tested <laughs> and whatnot <laughs> but like so this game i was like initially interested because it's like samurai jack's cool i remember that hashtag just 90s kids thing you know? <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> but like i i really didn't know much about like the game itself like how much the, they cared about the game 
Mm-hmm. Um, when making it, because you know it's a license game, so it's right, like, yeah, it's easy it's to just kind of a coin flip, you know. Uh huh. But this game feels like they—they're gamers. <laughs> they're like, all right, we're going to take some Dark Souls elements and some Breath of the Wild stuff. And, Interesting. You know, it, In it what regards? Like, there's just like the how the upgrade system works. The combat mm-hmm. is kind of similar. It's not really Dark Souls in the sense that like. Um, like it's hard or even like mm-hmm. in the structure of the levels, but just the way that like you traverse the world and the way that the game teaches, teaches you about itself. Um, and in that way, like, so is it like, like a 3d Wild, adventure like, exploration yeah. kind of game? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. And it's like, a, um, it's more so in the breath of the wild and where there's like a lot of elements from that That's- where it's like weapon durability, but you can like pay to have your weapons uh repaired and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't really feel like because breath of the wild despite the fact that it doesn't have a way to repair your weapons the weapon durability feels more purposeful in that game than it does in this one um Mm -hmm. because it's like oh okay my weapon broke but i just picked up this other weapon from this other dude (laughs) whereas like in samurai jack it's like all right my weapon broke now i gotta either buy another one or repair the one that i just had you're not like continuously picking up new weapons at least as far as i'm in i'm like two three chapters in um and what's it like visually is it is it is it impressive yeah no (laughs) like it's (laughs) it's it's like does it look like the game at least yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of I mean, like you know, like like, like the show. Know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't it look. Does like the look show. like the same game? It is. <laughs> it doesn't look like the show. It's like. Oh, okay. I mean, more generic licensed game stuff. Like, it's not like a South Park, like somebody mm. walks in and sees you playing the game and they're like, are you watching South Park? It's definitely mm. not that. Okay. It's more like the Dragon Ball Z, Tenkai, I mean, like Budokai, like wow. where it's like it kind of clay-ish 3D. It's not really like cel-shaded and like mm-hmm. this artful way or anything like that. But I mean, it doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look great either. Gotcha. It'll do it's <laughs> acceptable yeah <laughs> oh, uh and then there's there's like small little things that like i'm like this is neat like um for battle damage like when you lose health it like tears your gi <laughs> and he like it's more and more like uh gritty <laughs> it's like, like when you have real low health his like shirt's torn off and his hair's <laughs> all over the freaking place it's it's dope <laughs> you also have a health bar yeah you do you do have a health bar but okay. it's it's just a way to like for it to be or you might not there's like a bar that tells you your um your progress towards using your ultimate special and mm-hmm. i don't really look at even that so it's like the way i immediately know all oh, i'm about to die is it when his freaking hair is not Duh. fun anymore it's like oh man stuff's getting real dude <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I like that. I think more games should use that system because it's like immediately readable. That it's like, oh yeah, my closer messed up. Yeah, I just got. (laughs) So it's it's kind of like I'm I'm looking across the room now. I can see a painting of the journey. You know, the indie game Mm -hmm. that had a very similar kind of thing. I know it's completely different, but I love that kind of like, not like you are almost dead. You are like red down, HP yeah. kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it's like, my scarf is shorter. Mm-hmm. I can probably go in, and I, yeah, I'm a, I agree with that. I, I do, I do much prefer things like that. I, I just got a code for Gleamlight. Uh, I haven't played it yet. I just got it like while I was working today. Um, and so I'll be curious about that one. Cause it's, it's the one, it's kind of like, it was in the last Indie World, I think. 
um, or two ago or something like that. But it's very Hollow Knight looking from the top down at uh, least. Yeah. But like stained glass kind of uh, aesthetic. But mm-hmm. I'd forgotten this about it. But the like its main gimmick is that it doesn't have any UI, um, and so everything's just communicated through. Visually. not ui visually yeah exactly mm-hmm. so i'll be curious to see how that actually pans out and if it's done well or not so i'll report back at a different time but, but yeah samurai jack pretty good game it like cool. occupies that same space in my mind as like a super lucky te- lucky's tale where it's like as mm-hmm. a game i came in not expecting that much mm-hmm. i'm like oh mm-hmm. it's samurai jack and that's cool but <laughs> it's like better than that it's like nice. not on the level of like in the same way that i wouldn't say like super's lucky tale you can buy that instead of mario odyssey and you'll be happy mm-hmm. about it you know but it's like <laughs> if you played mario odyssey and you need more platforming at a decent yeah. level get that that's what samurai mm-hmm. jack is to me it's like all right man if you if you, you're just itching to play something kind of like breath of the wild but like a watered down version of that get mm-hmm. samurai jack i never yeah. thought i'd hear the hear breath of the wild and samurai jack in the same <laughs> yeah. it's the first totally time agreed. i've got like a crazy like tsunami day kind of <laughs> 90s now <laughs> like and that's was, the other like it's so it's funny. It, it does have like a, a more traditional level structure it feels like the levels are like really long though mm-hmm. um like every i got an s rank on the chapters that i played so far and it was like 25 minutes or something like that mm-hmm. I'm like these are very long levels yeah um so like that's a a, a difference between that and like breath of the mm-hmm. wild specifically i think it's more so in like how the combat like the regular combat not in the way that breath of the wilds like beat them however you can sort right. of combat but like yeah. just playing it like it's a zelda game that feels very similar it's like the whole thing of like there's multiple items type item types where it's like you can get a gun or shuriken or uh-huh. like a reaper's sickle <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. like that sort of thing and for whatever reason that's a ranged weapon and you get like bamboo staff that can break mm-hmm. easier than your regular sword um, but your regular sword, I, I think the sword, the magic sword, it's mm-hmm. called, can't break. There's okay. no durability. The master sword of <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the master sword. If it is fun. That said, that we're getting games now that are gonna be inspired by Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and like have, just pull elements, even if they're not like Z- Breath of the Wild ripoffs or whatever, which yeah. we are seeing some of those. It's fun to see, like, okay, what are some neat things that I enjoyed in Breath of the Wild and I'm now going to put into my game? Because it's been three years, so, like, you know, the games have time. had full development cycles from then to now. Three yeah. years. Still don't have all the Korok seeds. No. <laughs> I will never. Yeah, I will never. I, I got <laughs> enough to get all of the equipment upgrade slots, and I was like, that is plenty. <laughs> did, you guys do the, did you guys do the DLC? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you find that? I liked it. It was... Um, I liked different parts, I think. I mean, I've said it on here before, but I really liked the stealth part, the um, mm. the one-hit KO yeah, area. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked that. Um, Same. I thought the shrines themselves that they added were cool. The finding the shrines yeah. was, was all right. As far as, like, it being more story DLC, I, especially now knowing about Breath of the Wild 2, I really think that they promised that it's like a Mario Galaxy 2 situation, mm. I, I would assume, where they thought they were going to include whatever the story for Breath of the Wild 2 is as the story for this. And they're like, ooh, we're going to make a full new game out of that. And now that's Breath of the Wild 2. And they're like, I guess we'll still call it story DLC, but it's not very story-y, you know? 
<laughs> so it was a bit disappointing on that front, but mechanically it was fun. You know, it was good reason to get back into the game, just play more of it yeah, for me. Massively. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think you're right in saying it. It's, it's just another reason to go back in because even three years on, like you say, you can, you can boot it up. And like, I think mm-hmm. it was a few months ago, I was uh, near the, like the Goran city town area. And I, mm-hmm. I uh, was gliding down burning to death almost, but, <laughs> and, and, and just then, like, like in I, real life of course yeah, exactly. yeah, <laughs> um and and you, you're still you're still coming across stuff and i'm like this game just will not stop giving so yeah massively so, so yeah sorry off, off topic <laughs> we do that a lot here too it's, that's the way it goes but that's it you were talking about games what are you playing richard I am playing at the moment. It's a bit of a mixture. I've kind of mm-hmm. obviously Switch is my go-to at the moment, but I've been looking more at the Game Pass side of things, and um, I'm playing Grounded with a couple of friends at the moment, and it's and it's really good. I don't know if you guys have played Grounded yet. If you've gone into it, no, so, I've just seen trailers and stuff for it and mm. things, promotional material. So it looks interesting, but yeah, yeah. I played it all. It's, it's I gotta really... plug my Xbox in, dude. I have my PlayStation <laughs> plugged in, Do and it. that's I'm at capacity <laughs> where it's like I could plug in my Xbox, but mentally, once I do that, I feel like it's just like nah man i'm never gonna i i know we'll yeah. get to why once we, 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 we get to what else i'm playing but uh-huh. um i think i think I, i'm exactly the same I, I find it difficult to kind of focus on I, I think i can only have like two in my head at the same time i go from switch to xbox and i currently someone borrowing my ps4 because i completed um last of us two mm. um and yeah i've kind of gone over i don't know about you but my appetite has changed quite considerably since lockdown, actually. Like, I'm, I'm loving the, I used to love, and I still do, sitting down and getting engrossed in a really, really, like, intricate, like, lore-heavy game. But mm-hmm. now, I'm jumping into smaller games. I'm being more sociable online in terms of going on Grounded and, you know, getting the troops together, three hours of running around, for, uh, you know, trying to run away from a spider <laughs> and then ultimately turning on the arachnophobia. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask about that. Oh I thought that was so God. cool. It is horrible. <laughs> so you've got these, obviously, these spiders and the trailer is absolutely right. They sound terrifying. Now, I'm usually <laughs> not so bad with spiders. Uh-huh. Um, and... But it's the fact that uh, I'll talk you through what we had to do before. So we had to go and get these um, uh, these certain uh, what is it certain materials to uh, help build our base, which we had built around a uh, knocked over Coca Cola can. So we thought mm-hmm. we'd use that as our base, mm-hmm. and then we think right, okay, we're going to that, and we, you could start to see spider webs around this hole. And mm-hmm. I was like, right, you go in first, never go in by yourself. You'd send <laughs> someone else in, uh-huh. and. And then you can hear a spider growling, which I never knew. <laughs> That's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see all the, the, the red eyes go up, and that's mm-hmm. when they're angry, and then that's when they start going after you. And it's just, and I had to turn the arachnophobia mode. <laughs> and then it turns into a big floating orb uh-huh. with two like eyes like this, oh and it's God. still scary. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> a different kind of scary, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kind of like you're laugh- I'm laughing at you, but I'm still running away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's got this really cool mechanic. Like it's like a permadeath-ish kind of thing where you where you go and grab, so you you get everything um, in mm-hmm. your backpack. And um, bear in mind, it bear in mind it's still in beta, so you know subjects change. But you you get all your stuff in your backpack, and then if you die, your backpack gets plonked down onto the ground, mm-hmm. and then you have to run to go and get it. So it's kind of like the Hollow Knight esque. Mm 
right. grab all your stuff or you just go, nah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll go. It's kind of honestly thinking back, I wonder if all these <laughs> RuneScape is the first thing that comes to yeah. mind with that too. Like that was <laughs> yeah. totally, I never went to the PVP area in RuneScape like very few times, but that's where all the good stuff was. And I was just, to looking from afar yeah exactly like one or two times i was like i'll go in there and see if i can become friends with anybody and i just like and get murdered and like that was all of my good stuff yeah no it's exactly like that and i think it's a tried and tested thing because it's kind of is where it's a gamble isn't it but then what the great thing about grounded is you've got your friends to help so you go like guys we really need this this material so you have a really, really good sense of like camaraderie where you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting your troops together, and it is, it is hilarious. But um, <laughs> it's really buggy, yeah, in both senses. And um, that's awful. But, I hate yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, really enjoyed it. And then I completed Borderlands on Switch, uh, the first nice. one. So yeah, aged mm-hmm. terribly, but still a really fun game. Is this the first time you've? I haven't played any Borderlands, so I'm just oh. putting that out there. Is this the first time you played it or are you going back to it on Switch now? I have gone a really weird way about it. So mm-hmm. I started off on Borderlands 2 on PS4, mm-hmm. uh, played it co-op and completed it and then dropped it. Didn't go into, uh, didn't go into pre-sequel. Um, I played uh, some, I was at a press event in Gamescom Germany last year and I played mm-hmm. Borderlands 3. That was really good. But then, yeah, I went back into board. So I thought oh, I'll get Borderlands 1. So I've now gone to Borderlands 1, completed <laughs> it. But it is it's one of those ones where you you're given borderlands one two and pre-sequel and then you do the first one you think i need a rest i need a rest <laughs> from this you know and so yeah, yeah so hence the smaller indie games so. do you feel like it's you, you said it aged terribly do you feel like the port was good it's just that it's an old game or is it also to do with the port itself or um, the port itself actually what is really really good so you know when 2k was like mm-hmm. we love switch we love this we love that <laughs> well yeah. you know even though it's got a 100 gig download or whatever it was you can still buy all three and so it, the port is really strong and mm-hmm. even even now like sitting there and you're thinking i'm playing borderlands on a switch in bed with gyro controls it's really really it's surreal but in yeah. a good way the game itself has aged massively but mm-hmm. again, like you said with Breath of the Wild, there's a lot of there's a lot of influence from that mm. into other games, and it's nice mm-hmm. to sometimes pause and go back to where not Origins, because I know Borderlands is not the origins of of many of the mechanics it presents. However, it is it's really refreshing to go back and you know go go mm-hmm. through those original kind of mechanics. Like I said, yeah, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I was gonna. Oh yeah, I remember. I was gonna say uh, for PSA for people out there. Um, there's like big sale going on now and all oh, yeah, the 2k sure. games are like 40 percent off or something so instead of being 50 dollars for the three games in each of the collections or whatever it's like i don't know 30 uh, 40 30 something dollars <laughs> less joking. than it was really? before which Already? is yeah exactly that's the thing is like all these like because ubisoft is the same thing where like mario plus rabbits will be like seven dollars which is yeah. insane yeah. i mean just because they can afford it you know so like whatever we'll just get more people on board but it is funny on the switch ecosystem especially where that's just not common for a lot of yeah i mean first parties especially and like second parties and any of that kind of stuff but then these like you know super triple a third party games are like and yeah, just give us a couple bucks whatever every yeah. once in a while 
Yeah, Breath of the Wild and Odyssey. You will never. But then uh, Breath of the Wild's been in sale. I don't know about in the US, but mm -hmm. um, it's been in sale quite a few times in in the UK. Yeah, they, and they put the. It'll go on sale like, every once in a while. They yeah. put the bigger games on sale a lot. Mm -hmm. It's just the sales aren't that deep. They're like, right. oh, you're going ten dollars off. Cool. <laughs> go on then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be waiting a while, while for Paper Mario, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, because. It's in that like weird like the arms tier like the yeah. it's like if you sold two million you're never going on sale you yeah, gotta sell right. at least yeah. seven million to go on sale mm -hmm. that sort of <laughs> thing. So, eh? I also realized it'll be in uh, the other day I was thinking about like the number number of copies sold for Nintendo games and stuff at this point it's going to become less and less obvious for a lot of games how much they continue like I was specifically thinking Fire Emblem Three Houses floating here in front of me um fire Emblem three houses i don't know that we'll ever get a new update on how much they sell because they're probably that game's not going to be a million seller on that chart that they put out like it sold a million in this yeah, year in the financial report exactly i probably won't be on there it's definitely not going to be in the top 10 um and those are really the only two places that they like have to announce it and like they could say somewhere like it passed 3 million. That's the best-selling Fire Emblem ever. And I suspect that it will, but, like, I don't think they'll ever say it. So that kind of sucks that we're getting to a point where, like, we're just not going to know about a bunch of these outside of their first year. We're but. never hearing about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 <laughs> ever again. <laughs> 1.06 million for the rest of its life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, AJ, are you playing anything else? Because I think you are. I am. I'm also playing Fall Guys. There you go. I mean, yes. I was also playing, well, kind of a little bit Smash mm -hmm. Brothers, obviously. Right. Awesome. Um, but Fall Guys, because Bob, so Bob DM, Bob Wolf. I don't know if you know Bob Richard. He's from the friend. Wolf Den. From the Wolf Den. Mm -hmm. You don't have to know him. He's our friend. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so I feel he, bad now. He, Should I know this man? <laughs> I mean, probably, but like at the same time, who cares, dude? It's Bob. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, I'll, I'll, but, I'll, I'll look him up. Yeah, look him up. <laughs> so, I'll do that now, so, frantically. Right? <laughs> so he DM'd me and he said, Fall Guys. That's all he said. And I put the eyeball emoji mm -hmm. and he said, Fall Guys. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I guess that means that he wants me to get in Discord and stream Fall Guys with him. So yeah. I was like, all right. So I did that, and I'm just playing this game, dude. I, like, play this game super, like, don't really care what's going on. I'm not out here trying to, like, try hard for dubs. Mm. And, like, that's the thing about streaming it, because, like, that's the – obviously, when you're streaming it, the culture mm -hmm. is, like, I'm trying to get dubs. That's what this right. stream is. And I really don't care. So it's, like, there will be stuff where I get, like, Mario carded, because uh -huh. that's, like – a thing that happens in that game like if you're in the at the end yeah. on a lot of these games you're just done like there's mm -hmm. uh like there's this seesaw game where oh yeah it's and anarchy it's like, dude yeah it's like <laughs> you're there if you don't get to the seesaw at the right time there's just yeah. a chance that you're looking at a like like vertical incline and there's no way you're going to get on the seesaw yep. and then it's like people watching in chat that never have number one probably never played this game number two definitely haven't got a win they're like oh you're, you're just you're not good at this and it's like 
okay dude <laughs> and that's like oh, a whole God. meme did you see the stuff with like the guy tim the tat man yeah <laughs> yeah like uh, it's like that, that sort of thing time. now that i think i understand more because this yeah. man played like 700 matches or something mm-hmm. crazy like that before he got a win i literally yeah. only play this game when i stream it with bob and uh-huh. that has happened two times <laughs> for like two hours at a time so it's like, if I try hard at this game, I could be a freaking Fall Guys master, but I will mm-hmm. never. I like it. It's a fun game. <laughs> yeah. But I don't care enough. To yeah. Like, right. I'm out here farming dubs. Uh-huh. You know? Well, it is funny because that was the controversy over this past week a little bit. Where there was some guy on TikTok who was mm. reacting to some streamer or something who was like winning and playing well or something like that. Um, and the guy wasn't even being the guy playing wasn't being toxic or anything. He's just like playing like, all right, yeah, cool. He's playing. Hey, I did it. I won. Nice. And the guy on TikTok was like, see, man, this is why I just never, like, I don't want to try games anymore because like people are out here like treating this stuff like it's really serious. And I'm like, no, he's just, he's trying to win. That's, you know, I mean, like, I'm not very competitive at all. We all know that. But like at the same time, I'll, it's, it totally depends on like, if the other person was like, I'm going to beat you or whatever. The thing for me is like that I don't like playing. Well, I like playing Fall Guys. Fall Guys is a fun game, even though I'm not like out here freaking farming crowns or whatever. But the reason why I less so like playing certain games on stream is because when you are really good at one thing, people expect Mm. you to be good at everything. So it's like because I'm really good at Smash Brothers, oh, you're not doing good at uh, freaking Mm -hmm. Warzone. Maybe you're not actually a good gamer, dude. And it's like. Uh I can't just play a game just to play a game. Yeah. I gotta be like freaking under the, the watchful guy. eyes of the yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you not main as DDD? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's wild. But Fall Guys is a fun game. I like it. I mm-hmm. I like the the whole meme. I like the mm-hmm. bidding war for charity mm. and stuff. Yeah, yep. it's really That's real cool. It seems like yeah. a fun game. Put it um, on Switch so I can free. freaking be like. Mm. A Pikmin guy. I can lose, but on the toilet. <laughs> lose on yes. the loo, you know? There you go. Um, I hate that too. Play- it's on PlayStation Plus, isn't it? Yeah, PlayStation yeah. Plus for the rest of this month. And then it's like $20 outside of that. Is it worth $20? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Full disclosure, they sent me a code on Steam. I don't play on Steam, <laughs> but they did. Hashtag free game. Hashtag free game. Yeah. <laughs> but I paid for it on PlayStation yeah. because I didn't even have PlayStation Plus because, oh, I didn't even bring that up. That's why my Xbox is not plugged in because I'm playing Fall Guys. So it's like mm-hmm. you got two options on these like non-Nintendo platforms. My Nintendo, first of all, I don't have to plug it in because it's a Switch. But like that's going to be the thing that's like designated to one of my two HDMI ports. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, you guys got to duke it out. Who has a game that I want to play on on this platform? That's what's plugged in. And Fall Guys is winning right now. <laughs> so, there it is. That's that. Nice. There it is. Mm-hmm. And that's some games that are out right now. But there's more games that we found out about coming out soon. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In the Indie World Direct. Ta-da. Look at that. Now we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> okay, what were you guys <laughs> just going into it? What were your expectations just at all? I had none. Absolutely none. Not in a negative way, but just in a way where it's like, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> like, I hope we see cool stuff. If we don't see cool stuff, whatever. I'm, ex- I'm exactly the same. Although, 
I think over the last few months, with Nintendo kind of dropping the like the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon mobile game news and mm-hmm. stuff like that, I, I think with being active on Twitter as well, I think you just have to set your expectations, not low, but have none, like AJ right. said. Yeah. <laughs> just go, go in with no expectations, and mm-hmm. and I think that's I think that's the best way to go, and, that, and that's how I went in. And I tell you what, I thought it was a really good show. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. I um, honestly would say, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I agree. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I think just you know, you know, twenty minutes. That's it. Done. You know, uh, and what I really liked, and I think they've done it in most uh, directs as well, or indie directs, is this is out now. This is out now. Mm-hmm. This is, and and it, and 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 something reminded me uh, of, of a good feeling. I think with indie directs, and this is not me just being biased because Nintendo, but. They don't care. They, this is the games. You either buy them or you don't. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, over the last, we're, we're starting to see a slightly more heated race between the other two. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to just have, you know, here we go. Here's some games. games. Yeah. <laughs> you want them? Games. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, and I just. They're not you being know, toxic and being like, I'm going to beat you, you know. Like that. <laughs> exactly, that's toxic. So, so this toxic. will freaking <laughs> validate your purchase decision. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Yeah, I think I, I totally agree. I honestly feel like this might have been the best indie direct of all of them. Yeah, Just, probably full stop. Honestly. It probably, I don't know that it necessarily had like the one or two big news games there was no like freaking shovel knight or anything like that. right mm. so like but most there was some of that was but solid like, exactly like i didn't feel some other indie directs i'll feel like midway through i'm like okay i'm seeing a lot of the same thing mm. or just like a lot of games that i don't really care about which that's also fine that doesn't mean that it's that just means that it's not for me specifically it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad but the fact that they were able to hit all of these different genres or whatever mm. but all of them seem like act like good respectable ones with you know within that genre and yeah. it's it's hard to sometimes it's just hard to sell a game like the first time we've talked about this before the first time i saw celeste i was like i don't yeah. know that i care about this at 100%. all 100 percent. and then i played it and i was like this game's amazing yeah that's exactly what happened to me because it's like less so now be, probably because of celeste um mm-hmm. usually when i watch a direct any type of direct i'm like that game looks cool i'm going to ask the company for that or whatever, right <laughs> uh-huh. um for any directs i'm like well before i was like right. eh. <laughs> like i don't even yeah. care like because for me it's like a lot of people when they're like oh you get free games so like you don't even have to think about buying a mm. thing but for me it's like i feel even more pressure to, oh, totally. want, to yeah. want to play the game if i'm going to ask them yeah. for it I spent um, money to buy Wonder Boy several months ago now, and I I haven't started it yet just because Monster Boy. Sorry, Monster Boy. Not yeah. Monster Boy. Um, and I was mm. like, I paid for it so I can just play it whenever I want to. Exactly. It just hasn't happened yet. Whereas for games I get codes of, I'm like, I need to play these so that yeah. I can talk about them. So exactly. I can't. There are several games on here that I'm like, oh, I really want to ask for a code, but I also don't think I have enough time to play. And that's the, like so for for me before celeste it would be a thing of like i don't even know if i like i'll try try out everything that i accept the code for Mm -hmm. um but i don't know if there would be a good batting average for a lot of these games because they don't like demo well as it were Mm -hmm. in these directs um but these games i feel mostly looked 
solid yeah. mm-hmm. so like even just with the the um the trailers i was like yeah this game looks like it would be fun i'll yeah. ask for this um i didn't because currently <laughs> i'm like swamped but right <laughs> and also you already said something about doing that so i was like all right that's his beat <laughs> like yeah, he's, right. he's taking these games um so yeah i think was- i think you're right you know where i mean i'm not on youtube or anything like that but working at my nintendo news you know we, we do get often you know, developers want to give the codes, and it's, it's. I think I felt with the indie, uh, indie showcase, like I, I put all that aside, and I was like, right, I'm just going to focus on actually just enjoying what they're showing me, not mm. like, oh, right, wait for the end of the direct, wait for the the, the codes to come through, and it was right. nice just to <laughs> have a different mentality of, I actually like that game, and I don't know about, I don't know, I, I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but I'm influenced massively by by social media so mm. everyone's chatting about this game and it could be i don't know um it, it just a, a really obscure game that i probably wouldn't look at but then i'm i, I you know i pick up on people's um hype massively but 100 percent. i put my phone away i turned it down for all of 21 minutes or whatever it was and just enjoyed it and it, i just you know it was just mm-hmm. a nice pace i think it was i think it was just really really good and like you say it's nice to have that different kind of perspective yeah. In terms of, I actually want to play it, not, oh my God, I've got so many codes. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> nice. yeah. And uh, also, for what it's worth, um, I predicted one of these games. So I'm probably like, I'm kind of from the future. So that really helps out. Wow. Are um, you from the future? Are you just, yeah. are, is the, the just power so. of FNAGs for YouTube channel seeping into your soul? <laughs> it is. It's I all of the above. Called, I called that the Tegra <laughs> X1 chip would be in the Switch before it was even freaking called Switch. Switch you know, dude? I called yep. all of that crap. I just <laughs> thought it would be a hybrid. I called the chipset. What type of crap is that? You know? Yep. You know? Pretty much, you should be the Nintendo Switch now. You're exactly. I should just freaking, you know, we already called the Nintendo swap. We already got uh-huh. that one down. You, you yeah. know, get your pre orders in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that said, hey, let's go ahead and just start talking about some of these. Um, and we won't say a whole lot about all of these because some of them we might not have a ton to say about, but I suspect a number of them we will. So, yes, um, First up, Hades. This was the one that I predicted because I'm so, so smart. No, not really. Just because Epic Games, it was uh, exclusive there. Oh, also, to go back to what you said, Richard, because I totally agreed and forgot to say it out loud. Mm. The whole all these games being out now thing, Mm. I two things. One, I feel like that's extra confirmation that a bunch of companies are waiting on Nintendo to to have direct type things like this for them because they've got like these contractual obligations and stuff mm. um so that's an interesting bit but also that was great <laughs> that they were all yeah. out now it's so good it was like i genuinely like oh my god i want to get I, I really want to go and grab my switch now i really mm-hmm. want to get it and it was it was just really clean and we didn't have a smash brothers yeah. random <laughs> character skin how dare you, you watch your mouth so i, I thought i was mouth. treading on uh, dangerous territory there but it, <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that's for the direct next year aj yeah. <laughs> i'm hurt <laughs> yeah it was, but it i was, think yeah they stayed on they stayed they stayed focused yeah totally and also like i hate to say this but the last couple of indie preemptively, games also how had, dare you? <laughs> no, but like they had a lot of developer interviews, like for every yeah. single game. Yeah. And I, 
it felt like now that seeing in this one that they had a few developer interviews that felt like, oh, those are the ones that needed the developer interviews. This You're felt the a lot one more that focused. matters. <laughs> like there's some games where like it doesn't really add to the story to be like, hey, yeah. we're a developer who made a game. There yeah. it is. But like for some of these, it to- like the fact that we're going to get to it, but Raji, the developer interview de- mm. helped that game a lot. And again, right. we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so I thought that was cool. And also the one other thing I was thinking of with the out now thing is in some regards, I would almost think shadow drops kind of hurt games because if there's so many of them, then it's like, oh, they get overshadowed by other things and all that. But I've noticed the opposite be sometimes true about the games in these directs is that people are like, oh, I'm really excited about this. But then if it doesn't have enough marketing later down the road, then it's kind of easy for it to just... Yeah, yeah, and just kind of come out without anybody being, you know, none the wiser about it, unless Nintendo is still the ones promoting it down the road. Um, I think so it I- also depends on, like, I think it works really well for Indie World specifically because a lot of these games are cheap. So it's yeah. like they can yeah. shadow drop four games and it nets out to be one $60 game. Exactly, know? yep. So it's like, so- eh. Yeah. So first up, Hades. I don't have a ton of thoughts about this one other than... I just know Ian likes this game and I'll check it out because Ian has good opinions, mm-hmm. dude. And it's super giant games who did Transistor and Bastion and they put mm-hmm. those games on sale su- like really deep discount fairly often. So mm-hmm. probably at some point, Hades will be down there as well. But it's coming out. Or- <laughs> Is it... In the bargain bin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did that one? I can't remember. Did that one shadow drop or, or is it still uh, yet to come out? I think it's yet to come it's out. Still yet to come out. And originally, sure. is it only available? Is it console debut? I believe uh, it is console debut. It's. I think it's available only on Switch. Fall twenty twenty. Yeah. I think so. Because beforehand it was Epic Games exclusive for a year. So I yeah. think this is just Switch. I just confirmed fall twenty twenty. Fall twenty twenty. Cool. Sweet. So there you go. There's Hades. Um, and then next up, we saw, well, this isn't specifically in order. This is in the order that my Nintendo News put it in. Um, mm-hmm. Next up, Raji, an ancient epic. Yes. I have thoughts because, well, you'll see why, but what are your guys' thoughts? Because you played it. Yeah, that's I think one. it looks cool. <laughs> I think that, like you said, the interview or whatever helped this game a lot because like, if this was just like, hey, here's this game, and people didn't know the, the developers behind it, Mm-hmm. It wouldn't really mean as much. It'd be like, all right, dude, like you're just trying to get like culture points and stuff, and that's yep. kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But now that we know, like that, it's like deep rooted and like influenced by people that like have been told these stories from childhood and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's I mean, like, yeah, man. <laughs> I think the Indian culture is something that we don't really see in games, as in, mm-hmm. you know, we um... like being told it from the horse's mouth as it were yeah oh massively and i think i think you're right and and um i i did some research on it today and i I saw i say research i saw a tweet um (laughs) but it was it it was the it was the developer yeah exactly it's research now it's 2020 that's all you need that's all you need twitter and yeah what are you going to do go to a library (laughs) you'll die dude It's too much effort. And I saw a tweet and it was, it was a screenshot of the developer's LinkedIn post and they had a really, really heartfelt, yeah. um, heartfelt post about it. And mm-hmm. yes, fair enough, looking at the game, it looked like a top-down Prince of Persia. I don't know if that's a bad thing. Oh, <laughs> definitely not a bad thing, actually. But you're right, seeing, the, seeing a really heartfelt 
like message and, and also the way they showcased it for just the, the right amount of time as well. They weren't scoring culture points, I don't mm-hmm. think, um, mm. and, and, and seeing it. And, and the game was great as well. I think it's, we need more of that, I think. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then here's but how the does it play? Thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I think exactly what you guys said is exactly how I felt, and the reason that I asked for the code because again, yeah, it looked like okay, this looks like a fun game. Just looking at the you know a minute or so of gameplay that we saw, but I think really it was that like, and I Grimhane asked on Twitter just brief thoughts about it, and one of the things I said was like, if this were if I saw exactly that gameplay, but it was like in a fantasy setting or whatever, which I notoriously love, I still wouldn't care about it that much. Like I'd be like, yeah, maybe I should ask about that, but I wouldn't have mm. been like, I need to ask about that. Um, just because, you know, like we've kind of, yeah, been there, done that. Mm. But right. as far as it, like, this is just, yeah, a culture that, especially in gaming, I don't know anything about um and is just like really interesting to learn about and again like you said too the fact that it's not somebody like i don't know assassin's creed or something like that they obviously do a good job at it from what i hear i i don't really know i haven't played more than one assassin's creed game and only a little bit at that but you know like maybe they do a decent job at it or something but this is like actually a team from india doing yeah. a game about yeah it's not it's not like they have consultants <laughs> you know like yes, it's, exactly. it's their team you yeah. know yeah they didn't yeah. just call up one professor or whatever uh-huh. and be like you studied <laughs> this culture right you know right like, so yeah so that's it <laughs> i thought the story around that's really cool uh having played the game so the way that it's integrated into the game is also I, I feel like really good. The cutscenes are told in a, you see it in the trailer, but the cutscenes are told in the way that I think they probably would have been told these stories as kids or whatever with like puppet shows up against essentially like up against a fire, like, I don't know, with a fire and a screen sort of mm-hmm. a thing. So it's, that's at least the way that it kind of looks. There's like a little, you know, flickering flame kind of thing, but it's these mm-hmm. little black and white puppets um, or just like shadow cast puppets and stuff. Um, and but then the gameplay itself is yeah i feel like top down prince of persia is probably pretty accurate i haven't played more than a tiny bit of one prince of persia i think prince of persia sands of time played it at my friend's house one time when i was a kid um but that feels about accurate the um and i'm on i think like the fourth world or so uh and it's a lot of like combat and the combat's fairly intricate i can't tell how much longer of the game there is either mm. just from where I'm at, but I'm guessing I've unlocked. It looks like there's going to be four weapons total and I've got three of them. Um, so I, I assume we, I'm probably about halfway into the game. We're talking more of than by the sounds of it. We talk more kind of like a Diab- Diablo. Kind of. Honestly. Yeah. I, I would say it feels like that was a thing I was thinking as I was playing it was it feels like, that's not the loop at all. It's definitely not a Diablo okay. kind of loop, but it, it feels like uh, you're playing a monk class kind of thing in okay. Diablo is sort of what it's like. But then as you unlock more weapons, like I got a bow, so I'm doing more archery type things. Um, but it's very like hack and slashy um, yeah. and stuff. And the combat feels great. I really have been enjoying that. And it feels varied and fairly deep and stuff. The world itself, I think like just in general is really cool because of the atmosphere and aesthetics and stuff. The, I think my only complaint is just that like, it's not as um, like, as you go around and you see like in, in Zelda, you've got pots, you can break the pots and that kind of a thing. Yeah. There's not really any of that in the world. So like 
all of the set pieces are like set pieces, you know what I mean? So it feels a little bit linear in that way, but it's also not something I care that much about because I don't know within the gameplay loop where that would benefit me anyway. They would need to add several more mechanics that like would be cool to have there, but also don't feel like they're missing when I don't think about them, if that makes I any sense. I think as gamers, we see pots and we want to smash them. <laughs> I think it's just, it's just in our DNA, I think. Yeah. From very, very early age. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I've been, I've been really enjoying it. Like I said, I've, I've probably played about, I don't know, four or five hours so far. Um, so I guess it's about eight or ten hours long, but I'll, you know, I'll let everybody know whenever. And how much the end of it. does this um, it tw- it's on sale for like $22 or something like that, I think. Something like that. It's, it's one of those things, though, isn't it, where I know, um, it might have been a discussion you've had before, and I, I have it as an internal discussion all the time. And mm-hmm. it's a case of, you know, I've, you pay $22 or mm-hmm. £20, and you can get a two-hour game but mm-hmm. it's incredible and you'll, you know, you'll think about it when you go into bed, when you wake up, you think, oh, that was a really good thing. But mm-hmm. then you can, it, I just don't know how you guys maybe look at quantifying how much mm-hmm. a game is for what you get out of that game. Yeah, I think that's a great question. Because yeah. again, well, I mean, we had that conversation a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. And especially with, with this, I would say like, again, the whole thing of like how part of the value is the context and the culture and that kind of stuff of it. Like right. that's, there's not like a way to quantify that, you know? So for somebody mm-hmm. else that d- if that isn't a factor at all, then that would change the value of it. But then for me, it adds yeah. a decent amount. So yeah, that's. If you're just looking for, okay, I want like an innovative gameplay experience or whatever. Right. It's not, that's not what this game is trying to be. It, mm-hmm. It's trying to tell you a different story from yeah. a different perspective. Mm-hmm. That's where the value is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is fun while you're playing it, but yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there's other, you know, you could get, Diablo on sale and get more bang for your buck in that kind of sense. Although that said, I'm not a huge Diablo fan, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. So it's but I'm I'm enjoying it. So good. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Uh, the next game that we have on the list is Spiritfarer. I also mm. have played a tiny bit of this one, but let's hear you guys' thoughts then first. I, I've just downloaded it on Game Pass because, and it sounds bad, but saw it on Switch, it's like, great, it, sound, it looks really, really good, and it kind of looked, I might be getting the wrong end of the stick here, but it kind of the visuals, like, gris, kind of, I don't know. That I mean, yeah, I'd say that's, uh, sure. It's, <laughs> I'd say in the same kind of realm of, like, just a beautiful 2D kind of thing. Yeah. It's definitely different in some regards, but, yeah, I can see that artistically for sure. And I'm in, I'm in a really weird position because I've got it on Game Pass, and mm-hmm. um, but I almost want to just buy it on Switch mm-hmm. because um, it just feels like when you look at it, it's just like, right, that needs to be played on Switch. And I don't, mm-hmm. know, about you, I don't know about you, but having it as handheld is just, is just a different... It's just, it just feels I mean, that, more like, I feel like that with pretty much every game <laughs> even the games that's like like people are like man i need to play this on like a freaking 4k i'm like i don't care i just want to be able to play it and stop playing it when i feel like yeah. it without it feeling mm-hmm. like a whole thing you know yep and it's it's but when you look at it turning on the xbox i've got the all digital edition so it mm-hmm. boots up fairly quick and um but 
there is a difference between getting up, getting the controller, putting the TV on, get it all that rest, but having that, having the switch, mm-hmm. um, I know it sounds like I, it, I've just picked up a switch, but I had one at launch, <laughs> but it's still, it's the novelty is still there. And I would it quite is, happily, yeah. uh, I either play for free on game pass or I pay 20, uh, 20 pounds, mm-hmm. $25. And, um, and I play on switch. So yes, it looks incredible. The, the game looks incredible. And I'm, I kind of want to play, twice one on the tv and one on the switch honestly your thoughts on it yeah so so far it's great um it's have you played it co-op at all a a tiny bit yeah i played a little bit with ashley yeah so it does have co-op in it um and the the second player it's kind of like a mario situation where the second player is can't do as many things. I don't know mm. actually what all the second player can do because you play as the main, as Stella's cat, Daffodil. Um, so you can like jump around on... Also, stuff. it's her cat dead. <laughs> that, that was my main question while I was watching like, this trailer. I honestly, so far, I mean like the whole premise of the game is that you're bringing people to the afterlife or whatever. I don't right. know if you as the main character are dead. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, like I was like, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> it doesn't, right in the intro, like it sets up the whole thing, but it doesn't really state that one way or another. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll find out. Um, but it's... In case you don't know anything about it and have only seen, you know, um, the screenshots and stuff, first of all, it feels like it's one of those games like Hollow Knight where the things that it's trying to do, it's so far doing them flawlessly. Like, you know what I mean? Where, like, it's just no hiccups. It looks beautiful, and it's it's just doing it great. Um, And it it feels like it's going to have some, like, Animal Crossing sorts of, vibes like it's more story driven than that but you um on your boat that you're kind of building up and you're bringing Mm. people and meeting them and talking to them and stuff you also like plant seeds and fish some and cook some things and all that um so it's a lot of mechanics and there is as you're um uh sailing the ship around it sails in real time so you're like i'm gonna go from this part of the sea to this part over here where this island is. And then as you go, it's like going along and you have to, yeah. you know, use that time to do other things. Um, so it's more like Stardew Valley actually in the regards that like there's day and night cycles and at the, at night your ship stops moving, you go to sleep, um, but you can also do stuff, but it's not as stressful as Stardew Valley <laughs> is for me, the way that I play wow. it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's I'm, I'm so right, far, it's I'm great. right there with you on Stardew yeah. Valley. I think <laughs> the, time, the time management, I mean, I see the appeal, but, uh-huh. you know, I'm stressed enough in real life. Is it, is, do I need to be? <laughs> my, yeah. my crops are spoiling. But with, with, with that game, is it, uh-huh. is it, is it pressure? Do you feel pressured or is it a Not, back kind of gig? That's a great question. I've only, I played last night for like like an hour and a half, maybe um, something like that. So I don't know yet. I can imagine that it could do that, but if it's designed in certain ways, maybe it won't. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I'll be curious to find that out as it, as it comes along, but I'm hoping not. And maybe if I just know it about myself that I can avoid it. <laughs> so, but that said, that game, those were the two most expensive of the buy them today games um, from yesterday or from you know, this week. 99. But they, were, they both, to me, are definitely you know, worth the cost. Worth. So. But it's up to you. I'm going to play it off of your account. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Um, but that's that. And then next up, so I haven't played any of the rest of them. 
Although I would like to, some of them. But next up, Untitled Goose Game has DLC coming out. Y'all's Yo, thoughts? We... I thought oh. this was... What? It's... Hmm? <laughs> no, you, no you, you go on. I'm going to go. <laughs> I was going to say, if this is like... Like, I didn't really look too far into this one as far as mm-hmm. like all that the dlc entails i know it's co-op but if it's not multiplayer like online multiplayer mm. i don't care because <laughs> it will literally yeah. only matter it'll literally only matter for me if me and bob can stream it <laughs> that's a good question i kind of feel like it's I just local it. co-op yeah 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 i doubt mm. that it's going to be mm. online and um, it uh, i i know we're talking about the game specifically however the placement of the announcement was wrong uh, not wrong, sorry. It, I no, I feel was, you. I feel like it was the wrong way around. I feel like I'm to- uh, Goose Game DLC at the front and Hades at mm-hmm. the back. But yeah, yeah, to yeah, close yeah. on DLC, which I didn't know if it was Switch exclusive. I don't know if I missed that. I don't know if it is. But I don't no, think it is. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of like, um, I, personally, I, I don't think a huge amount of the game. I think it's it's great for, you know, for, for being different how dare game of the year 2019 <laughs> i just i know i'm yeah i'm with you i think it's I'm not especially, with it i think it's yeah i think after everybody played it and it was like that was a little bit short and it was great like i i thought it was a very enjoyable experience yeah. but definitely the hype was pre-game mm. and then once it you know came out and stuff people were like okay cool we did it. Look at that. That was People the user, right? For the meme. That's what they're yeah. for, yeah. the meme. And, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And that's it. Right I think, said. I feel like they overestimate, um, they thought that this DLC was worth the same yeah. as a full-blown announcement. And I honestly ag- agree that like, I, I think on yeah. a marketing end, they're probably right. But as far as mm-hmm. like the games that like we see mm-hmm. and we want to play and get oh, excited right. for, yeah, totally. then no. Right. But I, I do think that, like, as far as, like, thinking of it in a, like, uh-huh. hammocking sense of, like, what's going to get us the mm-hmm. most engagement on Twitter, it's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. You, I, yeah, completely agree, I think, absolutely, uh, on that one. Yeah. I feel like this far away from it, that's much less true than it would have been in the past, but it's still true. So, it I think it's I think it's just a, a, another way, you know, like you say, and in hindsight, I think, you know, including it was a great idea. And mm-hmm. jumping off the the slight hype train that's still kind of chugging along for it, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's just just a, a little bit kind of oh is that, yeah. Is that it would have been a good opener. I feel like I yeah. don't know if Hades would have been a strong enough closer. Yeah, but I, th- I, I think, think it I could think be. for closing for closing. For opening, it's usually better to, lo- especially now when people mm-hmm. are like, they don't have any games to announce that I want to play and that sort right. of thing. It's good to, to uh, start out with like, this is a game for you to want to play and get excited about. Yeah. Whereas like Gamers. Untitled Goose Game, if you open with that, it's like, see, it's just more DLC. But if you yeah. close it and it's like, we already showed you a bunch of games you want to yep. play, but here's the meme, dude. <laughs> get your Twitter fingers ready. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I feel like it's good placement in that in that regard. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that was Untitled Goose Game DLC. Uh, next up, A Short Hike. This one also shadow dropped, and I believe Richard might have some thoughts about it. It oh, is shoot. brilliant. Now, I'm a huge fan of Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and Yo, that might Wind Waker's, like... Wind Waker's <laughs> probably... Wind Waker is above Breath of the Wild for me. That's how... Not me, but it was. it goes back... I talked about it in my video. It goes back and forth. 
or I went back and forth with a link to the past for my favorite Zelda game. Then Breath of the Wild came out and was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll go on there. And I think, <laughs> and with a, a short hike, uh, from going back to what I was saying at the beginning, it's, um, you know, the shorter indie games is kind of keeping us going for the next big announcements. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we've had Go to Shima out and stuff like that. But these little indie games, and especially a short hike, for some reason, it was, yeah, it hit me. It hit me hard. I don't know if, uh, have you guys played it? No, I need to, though. I would like to. Definitely do it. I I wasn't even, for whatever reason, I wasn't even thinking the Wind Waker comparison. And Mm. now that you put it in my brain, I need to play. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Chuck Wind Waker in it. (laughs) And and, and the great thing about it, even the little touches, so it's quite pixelated, that kind Mm -hmm. of aesthetic. And then in the options, you can go, I can't remember what it says, but it says chunky, pixels or sharp and crispy and or tasty or something and having that having <laughs> i don't like that yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and i was sitting there and i was like i know this game's short but i've spent 10 minutes flicking between the two the two options here and it's and it really really is good it's kind of the script in it reminded me of night in the woods mm. um and that kind of edgy really relevant you know mm-hmm. doesn't take itself too seriously and I found myself getting up this morning early to play it again. And and it's really odd. It's mm-hmm. very, very well worth going. It's probably about the same 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 duration as a film. So if you can do it in one mm. sitting, okay. do it. And um absolutely recommend it. I think it's about eight dollars on uh-huh. yeah, something like well that. And I think it's even on sale for like yeah, like seven twenty or something like that, which I mean isn't that much off, but you know, I mean probably you've got at least half of that in gold points that you could use. I've got I think nine dollars worth of gold points. So I could I could get one of these other games pretty easily with that. <laughs> well yeah. worth it. Absolutely. And I think they've added they've added the ability to on the Switch only, I believe. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but they've added and they brought it up in the indie showcase. You can go in a and go in a boat. And I won't give too much away, mm. but there is a lot of there's a there's a quite a few hidden gems and it actually reminded me of kind of like a Zelda Phantom Hourglass hmm. um, kind of look to it as well and and um, yeah it's really good it's you know story isn't that deep but mm-hmm. it's one of those ones where you get to the end and it does the bit does the mm-hmm. ending and you think oh it's got the feels coming and and it <gasps> does and it's yeah it, and it, it really it really does hit you out of nowhere. Uh-huh. So you'd say it's like like two hours long, or I'd say so. Like I'm that? a I'm a slow gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got no qualms in 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 saying yeah. that, you know. And yeah, I think you could stretch two hours, two and a half hours, but mm-hmm. to get all the collectibles, to 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 meet all the um the villagers or the islanders, it's actually a mix between. It looks like Wind Waker, mixed between Breath of the Wild ish. Mm that kind of it's got the uh the the stamina meter in it mm-hmm. and i did try it the first time it rained in the certain part of the thing i thought can i climb <laughs> while it's raining and you can <laughs> climb while it's raining so link's got some lessons boy zelda better catch up <laughs> boy zelda better start taking notes uh yeah. couldn't nice. recommend that enough 10 out of 10 okay cool Next up that's, was... Oh, actually, that's not true. I take that back. <laughs> um, Torchlight 3. I have very little to say on this, but people like Torchlight 2. I ain't got nothing to say either. And there well, it is. Moving on. Okay. Takeshi and Hiroshi. This one's Shadow Drop 2, I think, right? Bob was playing this yesterday on stream. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, nice. And he killed his brother. No. <laughs> oh, in the in the game, in the game. Disclaimer, disclaimer. No, outside of the game. <laughs> so, so like your brother's like sick or something, and you gotta like you gotta like make sure that he has fun, but like uh-huh. not too much fun, because you know you can't get too hype. Uh-huh. You know, you can't yeah. have hype moments in the hospital, dude. Can't That's be true. popping off when you're in the hospital bed. <laughs> um. So like he's been playing that, and Bob's a piece of crap because he's like there's like this secondary storyline or whatever there's this girl and you you're like trying to like impress her a little bit but also like you're like freaking middle school child so you're like i don't really like girls like she's freaking she sucks so you like code in like a monster that's like it's a terrifying monster and it looks like her sort of thing (laughs) Like yeah. it, it, it's an interesting game. <laughs> what an interesting time. So the goal of the game is to make it like exactly medium difficulty and like mm-hmm. for the kids so that it's like, he feels excited challenged, and like but challenged, not. but not too easy. Okay. Which is well, that challenged, but yeah, not bored challenge. Uh-huh. Just right. And you have like a threshold of enjoyment that you uh-huh. should hit or try to hit or whatever. It's a really interesting idea. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think mixed in with the other with the other indie games, it's another one which is kind of like, I like the look of this, but I don't know why. And it's yeah, different. It's you know, it's not another pixel. You know, mm-hmm. I know I was just talking about a short hike, but it's it's stop motion. I think a quick yeah. Google, and I've just remembered. And yeah, it's it it does look really interesting. So you're building a game. Yeah. So right. like the whole thing is like, man, I'm this freaking like hot shot game dev dude. And then your brother's like, are you, are you truly, let me play your game. He's like, well, my game's not like done, done. It's pretty <laughs> done, but it's not done, done. So like you could like develop the game as he plays it. Kind it of. It was like real life. Um, it feels <laughs> yeah. like, like what we get at the moment. Um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So then that's what it is. And then like in between that, like stuff happens, dude. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, crap's going down with your brother, man. So like maybe don't make this level as hard. But he's still like, nah, I can do this. Let me play a level that's not easy or whatever. And then that's what you do. That's what you do, man. That sounds good. Well, Nito, uh, the next one on this list is Hypnospace Outlaw. 90s is all get out. I don't know anything else about it. <laughs> Pretty much. It's there it yeah, is. I don't. It's it looks it's already out on other platforms, isn't it? It's one of these ones where I think it's got a massive cult fo- not a, a loud cult following. Mm-hmm. So that I think mm-hmm. Nintendo are probably like, get this on, get this on Switch, people love it. Mm-hmm. And it's got a demo, which Oh you know, yeah. I should download the demo. demo. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, I can click download demo right now, but I will not. I'm <laughs> yeah, I haven't really got much to say on that. Yeah, it's style over stops substance, maybe. But was it Steve? I think I saw I think, Steve. Yeah, I think Steve class. started it. Um, so yeah, he'll have some thoughts, I guess. Ooh. Ask him. Oh. Uh-huh. The next one, Card Shark. I was surprisingly interested in this one. This is a Yu-Gi-Oh game, dude. This man. <laughs> freaking seto kaiba this dude i was like oh shoot i was i had to make a tweet off of that i was, I was like i thought it was just Yu-Gi-Oh that it gets this real but this is like 
they're out here playing freaking Texas Hold'em, and they're like, all right, man, like, you cheated. I'm taking out the musket. And it's like, oh, damn. (laughs) Who's that serious? This man, he he threatened him at gunpoint over a car, and that's one of the like promotional screenshots. This yeah. man, and wow! It was really difficult to follow the guy, the guy's mm-hmm. real card trick when he was talking about the game. I was like, I'm just looking at your room you're currently talking in. <laughs> the, inter- the interview dev, I was like, yeah, this is this is really, but yeah, that one is surprising because. Uh-huh. The art style was really nice. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, people are getting shot. People are yeah. playing cards. I'm cheating. <laughs> and there's a real man on the screen. It was it was a lot for the senses. Something about it, too. The art style looked like what normally would accompany uh, a graphic novel that I wouldn't care about. Yeah. It was the first. That was a really nice way of putting it. <laughs> So like that's what like the first impression that was kind of what I thought or like maybe like Banner Saga or that kind of thing which is not a graphic novel but like that kind of thing that's what the art style first looked like it was going to be so I wasn't very interested at first but then as soon as the gameplay unfolded it's nice to see unexpected gameplay that's like interesting with an art style that like same thing for the graphic novels or whatever like the art style is cool with those but I don't care about the gameplay so like it doesn't really you know matter like I'm not going to play it a game that I don't enjoy the gameplay for the art style. So again, it's fun to see that mm. merge together. You know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be fun. We'll find out. Uh, the next one on here, Manifold Garden. This one also shadow dropped. This is another one that I very much thought about trying to go play, but I don't have time. So <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the, yeah it, it's striking. Again, it's another one of those ones which is kind of, is it a piece of again going back to Gris? I suppose. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Is it more? Is it more kind of like an arty game? Is it more? Is it more kind of like a you know a just a visually striking game? But actually, puzzle wise, it does look really strong. Yeah, I think it does look good. It reminds think- me too of I played Super Liminal recently, um, which is the one that like with the perspective shifts where like you pick up the dice uh, yeah. or whatever, and it's like like that. If for our audio listeners, yeah. that made lots of sense. But um, but it reminded me kind of of that. But like, yeah, really artsy. And if the puzzles are cool, like I like puzzle games. So um, it just and it looks accessible as well. I think I remember mm-hmm. um, it, it's saying so. You remember, like it was last year. A couple of days ago, it was, uh, <laughs> it, they were like, oh, if you die, you'll get back on the platform really easily. And for me, that's good because I know it's a, such a simple thing, but I don't want to have to restart like yeah. tens like you know an hour's worth a level just get me straight back in it just look really pick pick up play perfect perfect yep. switch in my eyes i mean and this i think this was another one uh, several of these as somebody pointed out were um apple arcade exclusives for a year oh. and mm-hmm. then now are not anymore because apple arcade has been out for a year so i feel like the games that are designed for phones but designed well, like that aren't just like mobile cash grab kinds of games, but like the ones for Apple Arcade would transition over pretty well to Switch as long as the controls, you know, work well. Um, yeah. Because it's the same kind of like, if it has, if it considers the pick up and play nature of it already, then that'll translate over pretty well. I think, was a short hike originally? I think that was also an Apple exclusive, Apple Arcade exclusive. I think, it, I, think I, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was. <laughs> I but paid I think zero you're... attention despite <laughs> having all the devices except for an iPad. 
Uh-huh. I pay zero attention to that mm-hmm. But it's also... I oh, yeah, I was wrong. Also- it was on Windows. It was just a PC game. Um Gross. Year, no. <laughs> but um i would say also apple arcade exclusives are fitting because they're not just iphone games like apple arcade bundles right. and everything mm-hmm. and also like ipad and iphone support like playstation mm-hmm. and xbox controllers so yep they can all yeah that's like, true but i have I, that already in mind the controller aspect mm-hmm. of it and stuff like that i agree with you there i think with with you know you're either i don't you're either a um like a, a mobile phone gamer or, or not i i don't know i don't know if there's any kind of middle ground you know right. but but there's there's certain games like for one that picks out on on iphone for me or or app store or whatever is monument valley i don't know if you can yeah. that mm-hmm, but yeah. um absolutely brilliant like yeah. you know one of the top puzzle games you know i've played in a long time in monument valley 2 and i think they're just br- brilliant games i don't mm-hmm. think they're on switch but it's very it's very rare that you'll get one go oh actually that yeah. is very mem- memorable but mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think it's largely an audience thing is that you know like on mobile the games that typically people sell with us yeah. yeah well yeah i mean like and people are looking for free games to play and are fine yeah. with microtransactions and stuff whereas that's the opposite on most other console platforms or whatever um so like a five dollar game is like oof all right, I'm going to pay $5 for Monument Valley, where it's like, you know, like anywhere else, $5 is is nothing. So I think it's, but now that it's kind of airing on the other side of that, that's, uh, and with Apple Arcade specifically, it's the games that are designed to like not have microtransactions. And it's like, this is just going to be a game. I know my, um, my godson is playing a game. Oh, well, it was on a little bit, the video I did two weeks ago that he was in. Um, mm. He's seven, and he's playing a game that's pretty much like GTA, but for kids where you're a Sasquatch going around and doing, I don't know, like you're a Sasquatch and going around and like you rob some stores here to, but like of just like candy and stuff and you get a job and you whatever. It's like all this stuff, but it's like, yeah, family friendly GTA sort of. Um but it's an Apple Arcade game, and it's like, oh, that's just a regular game, you know, and there's nowhere to put microtransactions in it. So, I don't know, that kind of thing's interesting. Mm. So, all that to say, Manifold Garden. Ta-da. Next true, up on true. the list, to move along, um, Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero. I don't know much about these. I have some thoughts, but do you guys know much about these? I know that uh, Markiplier played this game. Uh-huh. And I know exclusively from seeing the thumbnails. Never watched a single video. Uh-huh. But I saw the thumbnails. So, and I mean, they had a lot of views. <laughs> so I assume that people like the game, question mark. Okay. I, I mean, it's, so I saw, it's a survival I, I was, game of some sort, right? Yeah, it's like an undersea yeah. situation. Yeah, so you, I think it's you, my, my partner, he played it. And mm-hmm. it was one of those ones where he just i sat there and i thought this looks really different but i like a survival (laughs) really different (laughs) really different you're in a you're in a little tiny sub submarine you have nothing on you you don't you don't you don't really know what you're doing but then that's all we got to and i thought as as a backseat gamer you know you you know some games are good where you just watch Mm -hmm. but it wasn't even i don't just there wasn't there was there's no direction there's no Mm -hmm. direction to it uh, apart from from what i could see anyway we probably played it in the wrong way or wasn't in the mood to play something like that but yeah so you can't tell even what your goal is besides just just don't die i think it's i think it's repair your submarine okay your submarine 
go and have a look around. Don't go there. There's a shark. Don't go there. There's a <laughs> octopus. Is, yeah. I, but I could be completely wrong. If if a game doesn't grab me, you know, fairly quickly, then then the interest kind of peters out. But mm-hmm. there's a number two, so it has to have a following. It has to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has to have Markiplier sort of player to do. I mean, it's possible <laughs> that because uh, I wonder if it's like bad, if popular for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Where it's like mm-hmm. kind of gimmicky or like I don't know even what the best terminology is. Or I know there's other games that I'm thinking of that are like mm-hmm. that, um, where like people like them, but it's because they're you know silly or something. So honestly that's kind of the vibe i get from it where it's like a cult following but like uh like this game's dumb but fun kind of cult following but maybe that's wrong um but something about the vibe just that's that's what i got out of it so mm. i'd have to is it on game pass i think it is oh. <laughs> so yeah I, oh that was the other thing steve tweeted about he said something so many about, of these are on game pass yeah <laughs> he tweeted that it doesn't run well on oh on, uh, gotcha or was it? It was either Steve or DJ that tweeted. I don't know. Might have been DJ. Uh, next game though, Garden Story. People seemed excited about this one. I didn't know much about it, but people were happy. So yeah. there we go. There it is. We got seems like story. within another the Stardew Valley, a golf story, dude. We got it before a sports story. There we did it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I I don't know much about it. Um, so there it is. There it is. Uh, yeah, yep. I'm- not much to say on that one (laughs) i know i think chloe from loot pots was really excited about it it looks cute you play as a grape named concord um so that's fun sold yeah (laughs) and there it is um and then i too like grapes indeed (laughs) two more in here um and then there were a couple sizzle reel ones but uh evergate which looks like it looked like wow this is an ori mm. ripoff yeah. but oh. apparently it's not um <laughs> the the gameplay okay. yeah so i mean we've been told <laughs> it's um, not hollow night <laughs> for yeah exactly so from uh i think mostly i saw rob from a rule to review tweeting about it but he's been playing it and okay. it looks like it's borrows some mechanics from ori for sure but the actual like gameplay loop is it's more level based, like short level based, like yeah. Celeste is or whatever, um, as opposed to being you know explorative or yeah. I think I, it definitely from the from the um, the trailer was slick. Uh, you have to give it that. It looked mm-hmm. like um, you know, or it looked like one of the abilities you got on Ori, which you use mm-hmm. most of the time, which is the hold and yep. launch. Um, but but there was no there's no. It, there's no context but mm-hmm. from the looks of it you know or he's got this you know stunning kind of um storyline and you know musical mm-hmm. score and this one actually the music looked great but yeah it's jump around yo i'm trying to see of. music dude <laughs> <laughs> and it's and yeah uh-huh. i think but i think i think the thing is what was the other game was it glimmer i can't remember what you said oh uh, uh, gleamlight mm-hmm. gleamlight that's yeah. the one i think ori Ori has set a, a very, very high bar for. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what I was going to say. I could, I could spend two hours talking about it. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's hard though, just because, like you said, I think looking at it, the game j- looked, although the gameplay isn't the same as Ori or whatever from the sounds of it, the, it looked like a budget like Ori. Yeah. And that, that, that sucks because 
Um, <laughs> you said it. In and of itself, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna... <laughs> in and of itself, it doesn't look like a budget game. But when you have something to compare it to, like if you have Breath of the Wild, and then you have another game that does similar looking things to Breath of the Wild. You talking crap you... about the Samurai Jack? <laughs> no, I sure why not? <laughs> but like, if you didn't have Breath of the Wild, that other game would look like, oh, that looks great, you know. So it's tricky because since it's doing things that resemble the other thing automatically you have a comparison rather than just by its own merits i think it probably you know looked looks great and from the sounds of it it actually is a lot of fun to play i would like to play it actually it's out now yeah so you can but but yeah it was it was hard not to make the comparison which didn't help <laughs> in some it, it looks like it's shaping up to be the indie version of mario kart versus crash team racing you know mm, you, you've yeah, got you've right. got a very similar very similar and uh, you know a Shots fired. Crash fans go after him now. <laughs> it's his turn. <laughs> and you're right. I, I, but I think as as consumers and gamers and fans, I think we should give. Maybe we should give these these mm-hmm. indie lesser indies um, you know, a bit more of a chance <laughs> in terms of in, in terms of in terms of that might not have yeah. the budget of Ori and the Blind Forest, right. but it exactly. might still be a decent game. And mm-hmm. it's really difficult not to make comparison. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, and when you say it might not have the budget of worry, it definitely doesn't have mm-hmm. anywhere close to the budget of worry. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and that's, but that's not points against it. You know, like mm. you said, that's just like, that's just the way it is. So, and the gameplay isn't dictated by that, but they can still make it look nice. But it is, it's tricky because like, there is a certain threshold of money that does seem to help get past point. I don't know, but in any case, it looks fun. Um, and then the last game, was beer and breakfast. the best game that we've <laughs> ever seen never going to get a better game than this this it does game of the like year 2020 and 2021 <laughs> combined my guy yeah best game that's all needs to be 41. said yep, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So. you get to freaking be a bear mm-hmm. you get to Meat make breakfast. a you get to eat breakfast and serve people breakfast you get to be a freaking you know I've been watching um, We Bear Bears Bears? some, (laughs) and it definitely, like, the bear from this, Hank, I think, yeah, uh, reminds me of the aesthetic of those bears, and they're so lovable in that show, so it's like, uh, immediately I was was sold on the bear. What's funny, though, is, like, this came out right, I think this was right after Raji in the uh, actual Mm -hmm. presentation, and I was busy tweeting things about Raji and so I didn't even like really pay attention to the bear and breakfast the first time. And I was like, Oh, it's some, like, I saw a tiny s- snippet of it. And I was like, Oh, it's some something game. Like or whatever. I'll go keep tweeting this. And then saw people being like, yo, bear and breakfast. I was like, I need to go back and watch that. And I was like, Oh yeah. That, I that tweeted about, I think, I think it was games. <laughs> it was this one. And uh, I was mostly memeing Cause that's what I do during these freaking yeah. directs. The real conversation is for directly to you, baby. <laughs> um, but I was memeing during a direct and I was like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I do genuinely want to play this game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, this, this is game of the year 2020. And then they said 2021. I was like, this is nonsense. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm enraged. <laughs> yeah. How dare they make me wait until freaking 2021, How dare dude? How polishing, dare polishing, polishing time. I think it looks great. I think uh, it kind of, again, it's just, it's just not expected, not expected. Bear mm-hmm. and breakfast. And I think the arts, <laughs> like how, where, but that's the, the great thing line. with indie games is just like, 
they're they I can mean, do whatever they want but at the same fail, time but like some... yeah because of that like because of the indie market and stuff like mm-hmm. that i think it's kind of making it more acceptable for everybody to do weird stuff that's like this. very yeah. true yep so yeah i think it looks great and that was i mean that was pretty much the whole the only other things there was a sizzle reel that had some games the notable ones being inmost which looks great mm. that's um from chucklefish uh, and it's like a kind of horror sort of game or something. I And it's out now, I think. I think it came out today on the 21st. Uh, the Red Lantern, which I played at PAX. And will be curious uh, my thoughts on the whole game when it comes out. But I wasn't super sold on it at Is PAX. That the, that's the doggo game, That's right? the dog race one. Yeah, the like the dog sledding race yeah. in mm. Alaska one. Um, and it was, yeah, I it's a survival game. And it, it felt... To me, my big takeaway was it felt like not just too punishing, pretty much. Whereas, like, well, didn't give me a chance, and there it is. So, but that's all right. Maybe that's the point. And then she she dreams elsewhere, which seems like a kind of um, earthbound sort of mm-hmm. spiritual successor. And those are those. Those are those. We talked about the whole thing. Any closing thoughts on the indie world? These always take us so long to talk about, and once again, it did. <laughs> It's true. So any closing thoughts from either of you guys? I'm down. I want to play Bear and Breakfast. I want to play Spirit Fair. And I want to play a short hike. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going no, never mind. I was about to say I'm also probably going to do the Untitled Goose Game stuff, but if it's just local, I don't care. Um, <laughs> no online, I'm, no buy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh card shark, I might play that for the meme. Mm-hmm. I might have to. Moose Devolver, the, so there's a good chance that you'll get a code. That's anyway. true. They're probably gonna. They like you. Hit me up, dude. <laughs> I think with the, uh, I'm gonna go for well, done short hike. That's fine. Spirit mm-hmm. Fair up. I'll give give it a go. Raji definitely, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna go for the demo and hike Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah, because it is so WTF. I have no <laughs> idea what is going on with that, and yeah. I don't know what who on earth has decided to make that game but you can't go wrong with the demo so yeah, yeah i'll exactly. give it a go i think now is the time now is a good time to to play games you wouldn't normally play you mm-hmm. know um, and to come out of your comfort zone i think so yeah this is true nice good stuff um so on top of that we just had some games announced but it looks like even more games are coming out possibly soon or being announced soon rather um we have several leaks we don't have to talk a ton about this. This might get talked about a little bit later as well. But um, a couple leaks or teases or something for Skyward Sword, Prince of Persia, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, maybe Breath of the Wild 2. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and nip the Breath of the Wild 2 one in the bud. The leak said, the listing said Breath of the Wild 2. And yeah. unless everybody thinks it's going to be called Breath of the Wild 2, which I very much don't Doubt. think it's going to be called, no. then that's just not a real one and that's fine you know like it is what it is but it's coming eventually i'm just very patiently waiting in the meantime but the rest of them what are i do i do Um, feel i do feel that you know a a uh, like a retailer amazon or or something someone's up there and they think right we need some traffic to this website (laughs) should we just list something Mm -hmm. and it's almost becoming a monthly a monthly occurrence yeah us at my Nintendo News, we're constantly I'm in an R in. Do we report on it? Do, do we, we even want to post do this? We need to? And <laughs> you know, it does it does numbers, and and you know, people do look. But actually, when you look at it, 
all we're really doing is telling people there's a listing and then we update the post we update the article two days later the listing has been taken down yeah but and so far they haven't um often well it's like probably half and half of them amounting to something but the times that they don't amount to something is usually the one like the prince of persia one that seems probably pretty likely um the Tony Hawk Pro Skater one seems definite because that's not even a listing. That's just that it's like in the in code, the they've got the Switch stuff. It's Activision. That's their whole MO anyway is to bring it to the Switch later. But the Skyward Sword one is a big question mark of like, even though there was one listing and then there was another listing and then there was another listing of it, this, the other ones are just really easy for like, if I own a retail site, I could be like, oh, people are going to you know come to my site if I list it as well. And then just do it you know yeah so it's true also i mean there's been like it's like an easy thing to list because there's been a lot of gesturing from nintendo to be like Mm -hmm. we're probably we're probably gonna do this (laughs) so (laughs) so like yeah it's an easy thing to be like oh there's rumbling so we can put this on our site and we'll get traction Mm -hmm. yeah Oh, look, Amazon have put it up again. Maybe we should do it, guys. Maybe we <laughs> We've had three listings today from Amazon.ie or whoever. Yeah. So let's let's make it. Skyward Sword needs to happen. Skyward Sword gets too much hate. Skyward Sword is mm-hmm. one of the best 3D Zeldas out there, even with motion controls. Everyone moaning about motion controls is just rubbish in the game. <laughs> it's true. I, I, there was no, nothing wrong with it. I so think much, for I what so it's worth. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this... This is one time that I'll go out on a limb and say that I feel like the initial one probably, I, I could see it happening for Skyward Sword at this timing and all that stuff. Um, partly, one of the things I mentioned in my video this week is, I, in reference also to AJ's video from this week, um, is that the Wii U port well is drying up. And then they already, they did Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. I kind of feel like that's going to be the next well that they go back to of remasters is we games, yeah. especially because uh, there won't be a way, an easy way to just virtual consoleize them in the future. Whereas with mm-hmm. GameCube games, if they want to, they just, you know, uh, not do virtual console cause virtual console doesn't exist, Rip but me. yeah, but do yeah. Nintendo switch online way down the road, whenever they finally get to it and add GameCube games, but we games have to, a lot of them have to be reworked to where, if they want those games to live on, which Zelda notoriously, they do port these games to new consoles. That seems like that's how, you know, they would, that would be their MO for it anyway, is to do it. Um, So I don't know. That one seems likely to me, whether the listing itself is totally accurate. Yeah. Who's to say, you know, like there's placeholder, placeholder. (laughs) That's that's, that's the go-to, isn't it? Like, Oh, there's this skew or this skew. And there was something about Mm -hmm. there being a collector's edition as well. There's a, of course there's going to be a claim. <laughs> of yeah. Course. Like, uh, you know, them, uh, that's obviously Breath of the Wild too, but mm-hmm. uh, it's, yeah, pinch of, pinch of salt, I think, with, with these. <laughs> but it, I, think it will, I think it will come. And, yeah, I, I agree with you there, Parker, actually, with the whole mm-hmm. virtualizing the console kind of, mm-hmm. but, but just think how much money they can make with, with reprinting it, like reprinting it, but Switchbox, you know, yeah. I think. Yeah, and especially because I think in the same way they know that Xenoblade was an underappreciated Wii game in retrospect. Now they saw that Xenoblade Chronicles Two did well, and and st- I mean for you know what it was, especially 
And then they were like, all right, fine. Like Xenoblade really didn't get a chance. We're aware of that. So here it is. And I think Skyward Sword, uh, there's, I mean, it's sold it's 3 million. The, I mean, it's in the same camp because like Swan yeah. Song games are always yeah. in there. Exactly. That's why yeah. even games like The Last of Us, when mm-hmm. that came out on PlayStation 3, it sold really well. Because like mm-hmm. Naughty Dog always leaped up. Leapfrogs themselves. We're like, all right, here's yeah. this game. It sells three million. All right, next game, it sells six million. Next game, eight million. Mm-hmm. They always do that. So like, The Last of Us did that, but they're like, well, we can, we could do more. Let's, put it on. <laughs> yeah. you know, let's put it on PS4 now. Um, and Remastered. that's what should be done. That's what they yeah. should have already done it with Skyward Sword and put it on Wii U or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're getting to it. Now. It deserves yeah. a second chance. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see it for sure happening, uh, and we'll find out. So there's that. Uh, we'll kind of come back to some of those sorts of things in a little bit. But the next news topic is uh, just a short one. The Switch is in Brazil as of s- soon, I think. I can't yes. remember. I don't think it's set a date. Um, but that's very exciting. We've got some Brazil folks in our um, community, I believe. Yeah, because there so, was like a lot of people that were like retweeting and like replying to this. That's like, yeah was it not already there and like we're already very aware that it wasn't there because we have a lot of people in our community that comment like it's hard (laughs) it costs too much to get you know uh switch stuff in brazil i remember somebody saying it's like eight hundred dollars or something to get a switch in brazil i could be wrong about that or remembering it wrong or whatever but Mm. it was like insane because it was tariffs to bring it in right so that's awesome that it's gonna be there i feel bad for the brazilian fans because um it, the Nintendo were there. Nintendo were mm-hmm. in the market. I think 2015 they came mm-hmm. out or 2017. But I remember them saying, "Oh well, the video games industry—it's too much import taxing, uh, import tax." So all the Nintendo fans had to then import themselves. <laughs> which, mm-hmm. So it's still, it's it's still cost them. So uh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm mass massively over the moon for that for, mm-hmm. for them because. You know, they don't have to go on the gray market. They don't have to go on, you know, they don't have to spend a huge amount. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think we can expect inflated prices because, you know, the import for video games is still going to be there. But, mm-hmm. but you know, they're not going to have to have to get them. I remember I, when I was on a magazine, I had to, our graphic designer was, was from, is from Brazil. And mm-hmm. I remember I was, I've done it a couple of times where I had, he was like, oh, Rich, can I? can I send you PayPal money if you send me this game? And it was like, it was a special edition. I felt so bad. He was offering me like hundred pounds. And I was like, dude, it literally cost me 60 quid. Like you don't have to pay me more. And it seems like they're being starved of, yeah. of mm-hmm. you know, of, of, of normal prices. So yeah, I think it's yeah. excellent news. Massively good. It's, it's interesting. Cause that's, yeah, that and like China is another market that's interesting that we've got um, uh, Mark in our community who is in China sometimes tells us about the way that it is over there, which is interesting. Actually, I haven't heard an update recently. So I'd be curious now that there's the like 10 cent switch or the yeah. China switch or whatever, how that's any different because, um, cause I know for a while it was like, yeah, you can technically get them, but it's, you know, it's a pain and it's really expensive and it's out of anybody's like regular, you know, price mm. ability and stuff like that reasonably. Mm. But now that there's like actually, you know, a switch there, although it's number of games is very limited it's because Mario Kart, isn't it? <laughs> I think at this point they've got like six. I think New Super Mario Bros. <laughs> used on yeah. it. 
Yeah, it, uh, I, Ring but, Fit uh, just came out, um, uh-huh. but it's like, yeah, it's a super like I don't think even Breath of the Wild is there, maybe or yeah, you know, no, I would be shocked if Breath of the Wild yeah. was on because it just you know it like can't have so, certain like cultural things. Ske- uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Breath of the Wild couldn't be because I think like you can't have skeletons in the game, so they mm-hmm. had to like patch out the skeleton Mario Odyssey thing or something along those lines. I, I could mm-hmm. be making that up, but those kinds of things is like that's just really interesting to think about. So. Um, but yeah, switches in Brazil. So that's neat. The last news article, this isn't even a news thing. Mm-hmm. I just thought it'd be funny to talk about. Some analysts from somewhere. Um, we'll pull this up mm-hmm. and find out. <laughs> I saw people tweeting about this, so I was like, we'll talk about it because I don't feel like tweeting about where are it. They, where are they analysts? Uh, Ace Research Institute. Never heard of it. Not that analysts. That means it anything. must be true. <laughs> I so don't know why said, people like ever give them, especially in video games, yeah, any time of day at all, because they're always like way off. Even the like famous like, yeah, man, this one's definitely a gamer. You know that the freaking uh-huh. Michael, Michael Pactor, of the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's always very wrong. Like, yeah. how do these people have jobs? Yeah, <laughs> it, it blows the only one off. like. Yeah, there's people like um, the Daniel Mods, Mike Piscatello, yeah. or Mike Piscatello? Why am yeah. I? Matt Piscatello, well, he's a, sorry. A, is he an yeah. analyst? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's NPD, he's, so I guess that would... It's within he's the more... The, I think his job's a little bit different than that. Or, or this whole thing of like, the sales yes. of this are going to be this. He's more so like reading the tea leaves of like this is what sales literally are and right. based on how this franchise has sold in the past this will mm-hmm. probably do a or b yeah. you know but those people they do a great job and they're always yeah. like reasonable and stuff and but right. yeah the, the I, michael factors of the world and stuff I, but on a, on a, like talking real with the sales uh-huh what do you, like how do you think the comparison will be because unless nintendo come out with with something big like mm-hmm. breath of the wild zelda breath of the wild 2 or <laughs> yeah. zelda sandbox 2 um, mm-hmm. I think, like, there is no way if the when the PS5 comes out, I don't, I just don't understand how uh, an analyst, an analysis, I can't even speak, <laughs> has, <laughs> has has come to that. There's just, it just seems. I mean, it'd be great. Oh, so you, th- great. so you think that? So I brought, I brought this up ironically, mostly yeah, he, like. He, he, so I think it is so this an, is an entirely better conversation now. Mm. Yeah. I think it entirely depends on the stock of both. Also, real quick, I never actually set up what the article says. I realized I never verbalized it. The premise uh, is analyst suggests that Switch will outsell PS5 this holiday. I have mm. thoughts on it. We all have thoughts on it. Yeah, I think find out what they are. We have different views on it. Yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting. Agree, so, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a gradient because I'm somewhere in the middle. Parker's <laughs> on the other side of it. And you're on the other side. I'm looking uh, down on you. <laughs> I think that potentially it could. And I see what Richard's saying about like there's no big games and stuff or new games right. that we know of that could like move units. I don't think they need it. I think they already have that big game. I think they're yeah. still moving off of the strength of Animal Crossing. There's a lot of people that want Animal mm. Crossing that can't get it because it's not super easy to find a Switch right now. And a lot of people that aren't the type of people to say, okay, I can't get a switch immediately. I'm setting all type of alerts. And as soon as they're stuck, they're not doing that. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. holiday, I'll go in there and they'll probably have stock then, mm-hmm. you know, 
Um, so I could see Switch do crazy numbers regardless of if we see a big mm-hmm. um, holiday title. And it'll really just be how many Switches can they have on store shelves. And I think that's the same situation for PlayStation where they're even if they don't have a crazy launch lineup and a lot of it get like if their biggest game is uh the spider-man miles morales or whatever right like they're going to sell off the strength of playstation 4's dominance Mm -hmm. at least in the beginning um so i think that both of them are going to sell as many units as they can manufacture Mm -hmm. it just depends on who can manufacture more i yeah i think i fully agree with that i think because i think that is a big problem is i mean the switch also has the uh the advantage that it'll have the whole in the holiday season it'll have october through december whereas probably the ps5 is coming out sometime in november seems like we don't know for sure mid to late probably yeah so at that point it could sell it could sell great um it could sell it'll it'll definitely sell all of its initial stock um even yeah. if it's at the $600 price point that some people are worried it might be at or whatever, which I don't think, but whatever. Even if it's at that, it'll sell all of its initial stock just because like they always do. That's kind of how you know console launches work. Mm. There's people that are going to buy it no matter what. Um, but then the question is, yeah, how much can, stock can they actually have for the second wave if there's even a chance to have a second wave in that amount of time? And so... Those kinds of things on the PS5 side, I think the PS5 is going to have challenges facing it that the Switch won't. And then the mm-hmm. Switch also will has the possibility to have advantages that we don't know about right now. I think yeah. that's kind of where Also, I'm if they really want to, because they haven't like used this trump card yeah exactly mm, because they Bundling haven't games, like 250 dollars <laughs> you get breath of the wild or whatever and they could be like 250 dollars you get breath of the wild and mario odyssey they're yep. selling 7 million switches that day <laughs> like it, it, but yeah. playstation also has like they can kind of do that where it's like the 100 best selling playstation 4 games just you can play them on playstation 5 buy playstation 5 you know yeah and they can also do the whole promotional thing of like mm-hmm. trading a playstation 4 and get right. x off of playstation 5 so but richard i'm curious to hear your thoughts go for it i i think i think an important thing to think about is it's just not playstation that's going to be on the playing field Mm-hmm. is xbox as well so mm-hmm. xbox will draw but they ain't got halo my guy <laughs> no, craig neither craig is playstation you know what i'm saying so, <laughs> and yeah uh, that's a whole different uh, story with halo mm-hmm. yeah right. halo um not being released until next year but i do feel like xbox needs to be brought into the conversation because mm-hmm, right. there, there's going to be a fight there's going to be a fight this this year and um, personally i think both consoles won't come out this year. I, I have a horrible Ooh, thing. Hot take. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, huh. I, I feel we're, we're seeing all these games, like we're seeing all these games being delayed. And mm. I, 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 yeah, I feel like there's going to be some issues with, with, um, mm. with, with launch. I feel like mm. we're not hearing price because the yeah. launch is so, are we going to get launched this year? Or are we not? Uh, you know, mm-hmm, due right. to the ongoing thing, but yeah. Um, so in that respect, yes, obviously then play switch would outsell PS5 right. because PS5 would be out. <laughs> However, my, my initial thought is mm-hmm. I just feel that um, during this year, Animal Crossing has got people to buy the switch, not as a gift. Mm-hmm. I'll get it because Animal Crossing is out. So people aren't going to be waiting for holiday or Christmas mm-hmm. to buy the gift. 
they'll buy software. I think we're going to see a lot of um, accessories and software being sold. Mm -hmm. But I, I, just, I feel like because of how this year has gone, I feel the, uh, the Switch has kind of been bought. You know, usually people wait, don't they? Oh, we'll get you one for Christmas. We'll get you mm -hmm. one for, for, for a present. But I, I feel like it's been steadily been, right. uh, it's been selling strong more mm -hmm. steadily because of the, the situation. So ideally it'd be great if it does, if it does, mm -hmm. but I, I think, I think, you know, I think PS5 will, yeah. will prevail. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of factors there. I think that one's definitely an interesting one is the, the question of, yeah, did they not sell more this year? They just sold earlier this mm -hmm. year. And I don't know that I would necessarily yeah. think that, but I could definitely see that for sure. Um, well, behavior has changed this year massively. Yeah. Um, you know, and the switch family, not just switch OG, but mm -hmm. the switch switch family has, has sold strongly. M well, mainly because of, you know, everyone staying at home, everyone, mm -hmm. everyone doing that, you know, silver, silver lining for a business such as Nintendo. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, it's going to be a very different playing field. I, yeah. I think this year. It'll be interesting. I, the other thing I, I think about too, with the PS five and, and Xbox is if they can have stock of them, I feel like the PS4 and Xbox One are actually going to... I think the Xbox I, One is probably going to do way better than we would yeah, expect it. To. Yeah, so that's the thing is I think yeah. like as thinking about me, I only have a Switch. I don't even have a PC that I game on. I just game on Switch. But mm -hmm. we've been like, oh, it would be nice to have a Blu-ray player. It would kind of be nice to have Game Pass. Maybe we should get an Xbox One X just at some point. Um, and in my mind, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting a series X. That's just not happening. I'm not going to spend the money on it. Like, it's just not, not because it wouldn't be a good platform. Just but what about all them flops, dude, all them, all flops. them flops. But that said, if <laughs> but I, I'm like, okay, but when the new console comes out, then Xbox one X will be cheaper because they're trying to get rid of stock or whatever, that kind of thing. Um, and I feel like there's a good chance that with these very like iterative consoles, like the PS five, I mean, like PlayStation and Xbox typically are, whereas Nintendo is on the complete opposite end of that spectrum. I feel like that might be a thing. I've never paid attention to know, but that like their last gen would sell better as soon as their next gen. Like same with iPhones that people would be like, I'm not going to get the iPhone 11, but I'm going to, or like, I'm going to get the iPhone X because the iPhone 11 just came out. So I'll get the yeah. second newest yeah. one. I feel like I think some that of that's that going to be too. much more of a thing for Xbox than it will be for PlayStation. I think mm, PlayStation I is like very much so like uh, trying to Maxed get PlayStation out. <laughs> 4 out the door. They're like, yeah. hey, buy these now. But like mm. once PlayStation 5 comes out, it doesn't. Yeah. it doesn't matter we don't care about it anymore um but xbox is very much so because they are in the business of selling their console xbox mm -hmm. isn't they're in the yeah. business of expanding their platform they care yeah, much more about you being mm -hmm. able to play halo infinite in 2025 um than <laughs> they care about you having an xbox yeah and i think X xbox are selling game pass xbox and their, right. their presentation yeah. was game pass game pass game pass mm -hmm. and right. that personally made me think you know the Series X looks great, but they weren't. My, sorry, my series just turned on. Um, but my, <laughs> that's great. That's weird. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's like I didn't say. Um, and uh, yeah, they're selling. They're selling a service, like you said, mm -hmm. AJ. They're selling. Right. They're selling yeah. Game Pass. Oh, you can play it on this. It's you know, it's going to be. It's going to look better. It's going to sound better, or or what have you. But yeah, um, they're they're. I think what we're seeing this year is a very very different. Um, path, two different paths on how each mm -hmm. each each company is selling 
that product rather I think than that's that. the thing though that yeah. makes this interesting where I don't know if I feel strongly on either side winning out yeah, um, mm-hmm. or so, any yeah. side winning out because they yeah. all have a strong value proposition. Yeah. Like mm. worst case scenario, Nintendo's like, yeah, we don't have a brand new big game, but like we still have Breath of the Wild. We still yeah. have Animal Crossing. And I think there are a lot of people that like, so my friend, uh, my friend Chris that I brought him up on, he's, I've got several friends in real life that are my examples of different demographics of people. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Chad recently, who's not a Chad, but uh-huh. my friend Chad, who he had a Wii U and like played Breath of the Wild on that and like it loves Nintendo and stuff. But he's like, oh, there's just nothing on Switch that I want to get. I'm going to wait for the Switch Pro. I'm a gamer. I'm going to wait for the Switch Pro whenever that comes out. But then Animal Crossing came out. His wife wanted to play it. Quarantine. He got it. Now he's playing all sorts of games on Switch. So check checkbox off of there. That demographic is more and more covered. Um, mm-hmm. But then Chris, who's my friend who has a five and a seven-year-old, um, he just bought a switch and i was so proud of him he got a a bundle (laughs) he got a bundle on ebay for like 600 bucks that had like a whole bunch of games and like several controllers and stuff so it's like yep that's a good but so that said i think there's the family demographic is this year is going to continue to be a big year for that because i don't I mean, and maybe it's just a very narrow view that I have from the families that I know. But I don't even know if that's true because like I get, I get emails (laughs) from like, and, and like Facebook messages and text messages and Mm -hmm. stuff like that from professors from schools that way and their students and Uh stuff like uh, people being like, Hey, um, which switch should I buy and where do Mm. I buy it? You know? And then it becomes this thing of like one example specifically at the beginning of quarantine and all that stuff was my professor, um, text me and was like, Hey, AJ, um, I want to get a switch because I want to play animal crossing and I just got animal crossing for my son but he doesn't want me on his island. Oh, man. So I have to get my own island. Ching, ching. And, Animal and, and, Crossing and, itself is such a huge... I, I realized this at some point recently that it's selling so many additional switches because yeah. for that very reason that like it's not a well-designed game to share and people are like, I guess I'll just get another Switch. And like... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Like, and that's what it is. It's, it's like, <laughs> and it doesn't even necessarily have to be a thing that you come into the door knowing that. Like you right. buy Animal Crossing and you're yep. like, this is a console i can play this on the console or whatever and then it's like oh shoot i can't have more than one island especially if it's a sibling thing then yeah. it's like all right let's try this out if they start to kill each other then maybe we'll consider it <laughs> and then it's like nah man i want my own island and it's like all right i gotta get freaking little billy a switch light and now sally's jealous because she doesn't have her own switch light so now i gotta get her a switch light and we got the family regular switch and billy and sally got their switch lights we got three switches that fast because Animal Crossing exists, and they oh, gotta buy two it, more Animal Crossings. It plays Mario Kart, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, what's a Wii U? We never heard of one of them. So this is a new <laughs> one called Deluxe. Uh, um, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. And I think I think a, a big uh, I think what they did quietly with I say quietly but <laughs> unintentionally quietly with Pocket Camp. You know mm-hmm. that went in the, the brand, the Animal Crossing brand. It was almost mm-hmm. like they marketed. It correctly, but I think that the the pocket camp, the Animal Crossing brand, were, was emblazoned into people's minds. They might have just seen it; they might not have played it. And they go, "Oh yeah, that was on iOS. Oh, that was sorry, that was on the App Store. That was mm-hmm. on Google Play." Mm-hmm. And you know, this Animal Crossing phenomenon is again, mm-hmm. obviously, probably a lot of down to do with, 
with quarantine, but you know, we've moved from Wii Sports being the family game yep. to Animal Crossing where little mm-hmm. Timmy's played 200 hours. And yeah. Tommy's getting close up there too. No, but yeah, that's, I think <laughs> I thought that I had, yeah, exactly with that was that now it's in the same way that like, you know, I'd watch Stranger Things and be like, oh, you should watch Stranger Things. And they'd be like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a horror person. I don't like horror. I'm like, oh, I'm not a horror person either. But Stranger Things is great. And even though there's some horror elements to it, similarly with Animal Crossing, because of the social media stuff and all that, it's like, oh, you should get a Switch and play Animal Crossing. Like, ah, but I'm not a gamer. Like, I'm not a gamer either. I don't know how I like it so much, but it's so great. You know, or like- <laughs> you like and the then, so- <laughs> Yes, right, exactly. But like, there's so do many- Do you cool- like to socialize? <laughs> we yes. can't do that right now, but you can in this game. Yeah. <laughs> so I will be interested to see what the attachment, like Nintendo's talked about, them trying to market towards Animal Crossing fans and trying to get them to expand their horizons no pun and pun ah, definitely intended for what it's oh, um <laughs> so to expand brilliant. their horizons stuff but like <laughs> i wonder what that's going to be like and like how many people are going to have a switch and only animal crossing downloaded on it well, come two years from now the switch is outsold the nes or nes sorry yeah um which is crazy. and yeah and i thought i was going to hate you for a second <laughs> <laughs> it also outsold lucas but British. you know we're no one's talking about that <laughs> And, you know, a lot of people have a Switch, but it will be interesting to see mm-hmm. um, what, you know, Nintendo have gone, wow, uh, um, it sold more than we thought they did. Um, you know, we've, we've sold all these Switches, but now are they, are they now going to shift and cater for, because they pay, well, they all pay attention to their demographic, obviously, but mm-hmm. now they're thinking, wow, you know, we have this new demographic back. We now have some of the Wii, the Wii mm-hmm. demographic back in. So it'd be interesting to see kind of where it goes or where they just shovel, you know, shovel Animal Crossing, like they'll keep, keep going. Mm -hmm. These are all very good questions. Um, But for now we're going to keep moving on to, so, okay. What's our (laughs) just predictions real fast to close up this topic. And then also Richard, do you need to We've got some more things on here. You can definitely stay, but also you said you might want to leave around the two hour mark. So we'll stay. Don't you worry about that. Wonderful. Absolutely. Going in for a second. <laughs> so, uh, closing up that topic, predictions on the, on the rank by the end of this holiday, although we might not hear for Xbox. I don't know. We'll find out. But on Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, which one will sell the most this holiday season? I think that it's most likely that Switch will sell the most. Um, but I can see an argument for the other two, but ranked in tears where it's like <laughs> it's more likely than xbox for playstation mm-hmm. to sell the most but i think xbox also has a, a chance mm-hmm. if they can sell games pass we didn't also mention enough. xbox series s which is all but confirmed at this point yeah. so like that definitely mm-hmm. factors into that conversation but whatever right I and think, they're going yeah. to count, I, I think that like npd and all this stuff there's just one of the same as like Absolutely. xbox series that's how they're going to do it yep. just like how switch light and switch are switch you yeah. know playstation playstation pro yeah 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 i think switch ps5 xbox is my guess but mm. i don't know we could see switch i think it, for me PlayStation. uh in terms of holiday playstation xbox switch if mm-hmm. if they launch lifetime mm-hmm. i think we're looking at xbox on top um Ooh. Ooh. um but yeah 
curious. All right. Excited for it. Richard to be wrong, dude. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> I would have to but... Yeah, man. Interesting stuff. Okay, so that's all the news. Um, so now we pull some comments from our videos that we each make a video a week. Um, Richard, what, what was your video? I'm just kidding. Uh, we each do a video <laughs> a week, and uh, then we pull some comments that you guys put in here, and we talk about them. So, AJ, uh, quick synopsis of your video before we go I made a video about Wii U games that you know nintendo's murdering we use legacy the little the little legacy that it had uh and you know i was just giving them targets to hit you know <laughs> just continue the rampage dude um so out. yeah i was like it talked about <laughs> yeah finish them off dude. finish them do the fatality um and even then like even after making this video um there's like a whole nother videos worth of games that i could talk about yeah um, so I probably will do that, but I'm going to wait because I know just, you know, playing the YouTube game, I already mm -hmm. told people I'm going to make this Skyward Sword video. Yeah. And I know that the comments will be for the Skyward Sword video if the next video is not the <laughs> Skyward Sword video. Uh -huh. um, so that's going to be my next thing. Nice. And then I might do a review game yeah. part two. Look at that. I did somebody comment or a couple people commented, what about Yoshi's Woolly World? And I responded yeah. to one of them and I was like, this isn't AJ, this is Parker. But my guess... <laughs> is something to the effect of that, like, I do think there are some Wii U games that have their equivalent for what it's worth yeah. on Switch to where, like, I don't think, even if Woolly World is a better game than Crafted World, which I didn't play Woolly World, so I don't know, but seems like that's the general consensus anyway. In Nintendo's mind, they're like, we've got our Yoshi game on Switch. We don't need to bring that over, and that would be infringing upon it. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, I feel like there's some yeah. games like that where they're like, eh, we're good. We're just not going so to. So I think for me, it was more so, it was that in practice. It was like uh -huh. the reason why Nintendo would have that thought process right. is because of the situation with me where it's like, that game existed? Oh, shoot. I didn't even know that because uh -huh. Yoshi's Crafted World completely replaced it in my mind. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do think that it's worth bringing over games like that um, Yeah. just because of that right like it's an mm -hmm. easy way to be like you guys like yoshi the last time here's another yoshi yep. game you know although in I the feel same like, way yeah, that right. like xenoblade chronicles 2 are like took up the mind share of like a xenoblade game until it didn't and then right. they put mm -hmm. xenoblade chronicles definitive edition mm -hmm. and then because that has a lot of like hype around it yep. it makes a lot of sense to do it again with x i think the same thing can be done with the like even kirby's rainbow curse or whatever right yeah which um, didn't that come? That was on 3DS, right? The was it DS? Did they bring that over to 3DS too? No, the Epic Yarn. I think so. Epic, yeah, Yarn, Epic, Yarn, Epic Yarn. Yeah, product provided by Nintendo. So, but uh, Willy World yeah, put on that. 3DS as well, I think. Yeah, that too. So, mm -hmm. so with those, yeah, I wonder with those if that was its legacy. Was like, okay, we know it. Like, people aren't going to be able to play it on Wii U eventually. So, like, we'll just put it on 3DS. Just like yeah. have it somewhere. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So going into the comments. Blaze8937, speaking of Xenoblade, says, I would love for Xenoblade X to come over to the Switch since I never finished it on the Wii U. But the one exclusive I would die for to come over that I rarely see people talk about is Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater. It feels like that will be stuck on the Wii U forever, unfortunately. So that was one of the games that, like, when I was making this video, mm -hmm. I, like, oh, I always, when I'm writing my scripts, I outline them. I'm like, this is the things I want to talk about. And then I, like, write them from the inside out thinking yeah. about like okay i this is what i'm passionate about at this moment i'm going to write this segment and then i'll mm -hmm. go like bounce in between all those things 
I didn't put that game on the lineup, even though that <laughs> it was in my head when I was like, I'm going to make this video or whatever. Right. Um, and it's the reason why I'm making the next one <laughs> uh, that and amongst some other ones, like yeah. um, the NES remix games, mm-hmm. um, I think make a lot of sense on yep. switch. So mm-hmm. those two. So like, yeah, man, I'm on the same boat. I too think they deserve recognition. I don't know if they'll if they will, but I'll talk about it. I'll do what I I'll do my part, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't I mean, port the game, but I can yell about it on the internet. <laughs> having to uh translate the fatal frame into EU Project Zero for the European <laughs> I didn't know that it was okay, interesting. Project yeah. Zero, yeah. So I, I I thought, right. It's the yeah, it's very, very, it's a very, very dark game, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. And I think last time I think I played it was, was it the, the was it the Wii one that was a exclusive to Wii? I think so. Yeah, was, I think yeah, there was, was a Wii. There was a Wii game before the. Mm. It's Fatal Frame. Who? It's not a Nintendo franchise, is it? I think Whose franchise no, is it? It's an assist trophy on Smash, so it's yeah. I think it is a Nintendo. I'm pretty sure it's a Nintendo. It might not be Nintendo developed. That's yeah. Fatal Frame. (laughs) I love how we're all looking. We are all looking it up. It's Koei Tecmo. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. Fair enough. So, oh, publishers, but also Nintendo. Okay. Right. It's a Koei Tecmo game. Okay. So it's also been the the, the franchise, Grasper, which is how we know that it's not a Nintendo right. first party thing. Also, also Xbox, on Xbox. Yeah, exactly. So no, yeah. it's not okay. So, but I mean, it looks like they, yeah, the in the same way that like Wonderful One Hundred One was Nintendo published on Wii U and therefore exclusive and stuff. This one was on Wii U like that, but yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, next comment. This comes from Drummer the Dennis, who said, Wind Waker, please, yes. with a lot of exclamation marks. Maybe come up with some way to have the second Switch or Switch Lite act as a gamepad to still have that map and inventory feature. That was the best part. I sold off my Wii U and all the games hoping that the games would come back to Switch, still waiting on Wind Waker. That was my first and still my favorite Zelda game. Close with Breath of the Wild. How dare. Um, but also, I don't know about that as far as like the gamepad thing. Like mm-hmm. if they would do that, at best, I could see them maybe doing it with like the Switch Online app or something. Like mm-hmm. do the gamepad functionality like that. Because I know that there's like that patent or the rumor or whatever of them having another mm-hmm. Switch that has like another screen right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I can't see them investing that much into something like that. What about, Richard, you, I mean, you obviously love the game a little bit, I guess, whatever. Um, what about just doing the map as like an overlay on the, you know, like where you can click in the stick or something and it shows up in like, you know, scrap half I, opacity or something like that? I think mm. scrap all that and bring back the tingle tuner. We're on GameCube where you could hook up your SP. I mean, obviously, mm. you know, hook up your 3DS or something. Yeah, just like or, straight. Get that, you get that back in, and it's. Uh-huh. I think, yeah, I think what they, yeah, I think what they could do is is great. Mm. But I genuinely, I think it'd sell bucket loads if mm-hmm. they just did a port of HD. Yeah, the yeah. HD version. I think it, it doesn't really need anything else. Having it portable. Having a portable would sell would, would be the USP on that one. I think. Yeah. I, think. I mean, at this point too, it's got so much cultural cachet of people that are. Like, I mean, obviously fans of the game, but then also people know the whole, you know, 
outrage at the beginning and then the people loved it when it came out and or that they didn't love it right away but then yeah, now love it in retrospect that whole thing you know like yeah. that's the revision well is history the, yeah we always love this game <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I, I i i would just worry about the franchise the zelda franchise and uh, or the reception of it because you know a lot of people were introduced to well younger the younger generation perhaps mm. were introduced to breath of the wild and and that kind of world and style. Hmm. Um, going to going to Wind Waker, and as you can probably tell, Wind Waker is is right high up there. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know if that would gel well with that generation, perhaps. And that's an important generation to. Hmm. Yeah, but Link's Awakening I, came out. And that, I feel like that's, that's a fairly well. yeah. I, that, I mean, yeah, that's definitely a good yeah. question. Of like transitions from anything to anything can just be hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, or, you know, like that's a challenge that sometimes is easy to overcome and sometimes not. I feel like in the direction of very open to more narrative feels like an easier direction because it's just like the game is telling you what to do. So you don't really think about not that in some regards. I don't know. Um, yeah. And the fact that it's yeah. not like a new game. Right. Yeah. Think, exactly. Also informs that. Like if it was a game that came out, that was like, if they did like a wind wake or two mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Um, and we're like, this is Zelda now. I think that that would have a, a more negative uh reaction than them saying like here's a game mm. from zelda's past well Play i think as boy zelda before thing too, it was open world right a thing that i was thinking about recently and might even make a video on about some about sometime whatever however you say those words um mm-hmm. is that like as franchises kind of do the same thing for too long people are like hey you do something different and then finally they do something different and then, then people want them the to go thing. back and do yeah. the old thing. So like Skyward Sword, I, th- I was, it was in people talking about Skyward Sword coming back that this, you know, kind of conversation came up around me and in my head and stuff of like, people are going to like Skyward Sword more now that it's not faded to always be that. And same for 3D, um, 3D World for Mario is because yeah. we've had Odyssey now. It's like, okay, now I can appreciate this for what it is. I don't have to worry about like what this means for the future and all that kind of stuff. It can yeah. just be like, or the pre- yeah. it just it being the present, <laughs> right. being like, this is the Wii Zelda game, right. you know, like that mm-hmm. sort of thing. It's like, nah. Yeah. So then you can finally angry. enjoy it. So similarly, I think, yeah, it'll, it would be interesting to see how I think it would sell great. Yeah. Just like definitely. definitely. <laughs> I think it will at least do like Link's Awakening, uh-huh. meaning it'll outsell any other iteration of the game <laughs> to date. <laughs> Yeah, and just, and just yeah, and just leave it, leave it as it is. Like leave, yeah. leave the game as it is. Don't, don't. We don't. I don't think, you know, package it up in a gold case and do the rest of it as physical. But mm-hmm. realistically, just, just keep it as WinRig HD. I reckon. I reckon yeah. that would be. I mean, but then there is also that uh, that open dis- <laughs> that discussion about having a bundle of uh-huh. the last. You know, have Twilight Princess in there. I won't go into my thoughts on that. Game, yeah, but. <laughs> having them all having them all bundled together would be would be great and mm-hmm. you know uh and like like you both said you'd appreciate i think the, the fans would appreciate it because there's yeah. no expectation we know what's coming mm-hmm. we know what's there just give it to us yeah that is the tricky thing i don't know like the twilight princess and wind waker hd bundle seems like a, such an obvious thing to do whether or not they're going to do it that's like there's not enough precedent to say and i wish that they would you know also i mean but i think i think let like more so than that there's just no financial incentive to do it i know that's absolutely zero there's more financial incentive to add little bits of extra stuff to each Mm. of their versions 
and then exactly $60 to make them, each. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, or I mean, even like, you know, neat quality of life stuff of some sort. They could but... do literally nothing. They could just make it so that they could take stuff out. <laughs> they could be like, here's the game without the gamepad stuff. Yep. It's HD and all that good crap. You could play it portably $60. Yep. Like I, that I think is the most likely scenario. It prints money. Um, it definitely does print money. <laughs> Yeah, people will be mad, but it won't stop them from buying it. See, yeah, people read Pokemon is, Sword and Shield. Yeah, the people that will be mad are the people that ultimately do not matter to their bottom line. Because it's right. like the people like us, we're, we're like in. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to buy it anyway. So like <laughs> we can complain about it, but us buying it anyway is like, okay, whatever. And then yeah. the masses really don't care. Like they don't yeah. go in with an opinion of like, I hope that they box these two games. They don't even know yeah, also, that they're related. <laughs> you know, like, They didn't know that it was on the Wii U probably in the first exactly. you know. Somebody walking into Walmart or whatever, they're like, hey, Wind Waker, I remember that as a kid. Not, I remember that as a kid. And then also on the Wii U in an HD yeah, format, you know, like. Exactly. So, yeah. Next comment. Get, we'll keep moving along. Go, go ahead. Go for it. Okay. No, we'll keep moving you, along. It'll come you know out. what? Go for it. <laughs> Challenger Drakava, which is fun, said mm -hmm. Star Fox Zero flopped before the Wii U flopped. I honestly think that re-releasing a floppy game <laughs> won't give it the justice it deserves. If any old Star Fox game were to get an HD comeback, would have to be the Star Fox Adventures or GameCube. Uh, so I included <laughs> this because I didn't want all the comments to be like, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're going to have some balance. Um, uh, I disagree because like timing wise that just doesn't even make sense it's not like star fox zero was announced at launch or was a launch title or anything like that this was on at the tail end of wii u's life and wii u flopped year one you know <laughs> so like this was like a game that they're like maybe it'll turn things around mm -hmm. um and it didn't because people didn't want the the gameplay gimmick at the mm -hmm. time now i feel like people are more like Oh, the Wii U was cool, dude. Like, <laughs> I wish the Switch had games that Wii actually use the gimmicks. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> man, um, what a time. But, but yeah, no, I disagree. Um, I would like to see Star Fox Adventure ported, but that's yeah. completely removed from anything about my feelings for Star Fox mm -hmm. Zero. Because Star Fox Zero, for me specifically, and I talked about it in the video, I look at that game less like man this is a star Fox game and it needs to play like every other star Fox game and more like it's an arcade attraction of it you know mm -hmm. like in the same way that like the freaking vr thing at toys or i mean at toys or uh, chuck e cheese <laughs> or whatever uh like that's how i think about playing it it's i'm not trying to like mm -hmm. be pro gamer when i'm playing that game it's yeah. dumb fun <laughs> we already have i think we already you know we already have the star Fox game on the switch which works really well which didn't sell at all yes it has toys for life which <laughs> were absolutely pointless but you know we i think we already i think we already have that and i think that's i in, in my head yeah the, the, the wii u the wii u stuff uh, wasn't brilliant and the gimmick was there but yeah give us the ubisoft one didn't sell but still a solid game so slight gap filler there yeah, yeah. Next up, last comment for your video. Corey said, I'd love to see Nintendo actually go all in on doing full remakes of classic Zelda games, especially early 3D ones like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I don't mean simply up-res old textures, textures and stabilize the frame rate. I mean go the Capcom Resident Evil 2 and 3 route. 
honestly, if hell, if they even, yeah, whatever, uh, if they had to significantly rework some of the side stuff, a game like Majora's Mask running on Breath of the Wild engine would be phenomenal. That game already begged to be open world as someone had their own lives, a relevant day and night cycle, tons of side quests and mini games, and just an amazing area to explore. Being able to do all that as a Deku kid, Goron or Zora, track down all the masks around the world and explore in full HD with modern visuals and possible new features, weather like Breath of the Wild, for instance, would be jaw-dropping. I have thoughts. I too have thoughts. I'd be interested in that. Um, I think that it would make me care more about those games <laughs> than I currently do um, because I, I don't think that uh, and this is a well-established opinion here uh, for me that <laughs> I, I don't think, think most, yeah, exactly. Um, that I do not think that most N64 games age well and bringing them forward in that way, I think would mm -hmm. help that. And it would uh, mm -hmm. prop up the parts of it that are like universally praised mm -hmm. and also not allow those other things that detract from it to get in the way. Yeah. Um, but I do think that the people that put those games on a pedestal, a, a contingent of them mm -hmm. at the very least would hate something like this. I think the tricky thing is, yeah, there's, there's some degree to which I would imagine when designing, when being like, okay, we're going to revamp how this thing works or whatever, especially if it's going from linear game to fully open game or mm. something like that, I, they couldn't go fully open without reworking everything like the because the whole yeah the i don't game think they is, should do that part yeah like i don't think they should make this game breath of the wild oh yeah exactly breath of the wild. so i think that's that's the thing i think on the other hand definitely doing like uh i mean it's like a resident evil 2 situation or 3 or whatever where i mean i didn't play this game so i don't know for any experience but from the outside looking in it seems like they modernized something they didn't like they turn them into me. resident evil 7 right they just modernize what resident evil 2 and 3 were before yeah. So I think there's there's a way of doing that that's like a good middle ground um, mm. where they look better and all the like buggy kind of stuff just feels better. Uh, but because, yeah, there's definitely things in those games. And a lot that, of the like the antiquated like stuff that Breath of the Wild addresses where it's like, you can't do that thing. The guy didn't tell you to do the thing. <laughs> yeah, so despite right. the fact that you know you need to do the thing. Uh-huh. The guy has to tell you in the game because Link doesn't know. You know, <laughs> right. like yeah. that sort of crap where it's like, okay, I'll just go there. And the guy's mm -hmm. like, dude, how did you know that? That's that's <laughs> wild. All right, okay, let's yeah. go on. I mean, with that's our like lives. yeah, right? as I'm playing um uh did you did you spirit fair? There's some stuff like that where like you've got a person with you that's kind of a tutorial-y person. She tells you to do some stuff. But then also if I just notice, oh, I can go do that thing, I just go do it, and then I can go talk to her, and she's like, You already figured that out. Look at you, and then tells you the next thing that actually she needs to tell you there's even games that's nice. from that time period like this freaking tarzan game <laughs> and the, the turchek no the the child the rosie o'donnell sure. uh, the gorilla ape. Okay, yeah. yeah i don't remember her name but she's like yo get that banana and you don't have to wait for her to tell you to get the banana. You can you go and get, get the, the banana. banana. And then you can go and talk to her. And she's like, yo, get the banana. And it's not there anymore. <laughs> but like those get like that's a much preferable way to yeah. do it than to be like, you can't did I tell you you could get the banana? <laughs> you can't get the banana. Yeah. You know, like just yeah. let me get the banana, dude. Yeah. Or I mean, Paper Mario does a good job of that. I feel like yeah. there's some things for sure where um uh -huh. I'll go do well, it. Paper then... Mario does have an example of the opposite of that that we talked about in the beginning yeah. like in the early part of like the freaking right. lost woods equivalent 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, yeah, true. it does a good job of like so. not doing that. I don't know. Richard, what are your thoughts? We're, we're, I don't know. I, I had a, an opinion, then I heard AJ, and I, <laughs> I feel like my opinion has swayed. I think, I just don't know if those games should be touched because they're there, they've been done. We've had, 3D, we've had 3DS remasters, not remasters, sorry, but we've had, mm-hmm. you know, the polish. We've, Nintendo have brought in a really decent company to do their job. To get, to get it up and running. And I think, you know, breaking the boundaries of those games and, and ripping mm-hmm. them apart too much is, will just kind of, there's no point in, in my eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. They haven't aged great, you know, like you say, you have to mm-hmm. do this in this way, you have to do that linear in its purest form. Um, I'm not fussed. Five mm-hmm. years ago, yeah, remake everything. Get everything <laughs> out. I want it in Breath of the Wild. I want to. I, I want to be able to play it. Like for instance, playing the Halo collection. I, I completed the Halo collection a couple of months back, and having the option to press select or whatever they call it on Xbox, the three panel squares, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, and to go into like old school graphic mode and into mm-hmm. like new HD graphic. That I would like to see because mm-hmm. I would absolutely 100% play Majora's Mask again, uh, Ocarina of Time or whatever, but with the ability to flick between old school and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and nowadays. I think something like that would be better for, for me personally than, mm-hmm. than remastering. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah I feel like, there. yeah. I, to me, if they, if they brought them up, I would like them to look better, you know, like, and that doesn't mean that everything i don't know just look better you know whatever you guys decide to do with that make them look good um and then just like removing the clunkiness of the kinds of systems that are in there like the things aj you were talking about of like the the stuff that makes me feel good about the decisions that i'm making not like yeah break, blocking you off from going somewhere mm. because you just haven't said to go there yet but you're about to say to go there those kinds of things like um I think yeah. Would like, be I think nice. This, I think this guy is more so saying destroy the game and rebuild <laughs> it. And I'm not uh-huh. so much saying that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying like remove the friction because right. people like misconstrue that for challenge, and it's not challenge. It's just a way to arbitrarily extend your time with the game. Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, or can- it might not even be arbitrarily extend your time so much as it was like that was just the way to you know there wasn't enough room to code things of like if they already went and did the thing, then you can do this instead or whatever. Like they might have had limitations. I, of it's like, possible. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Those were my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's burn, a that's burn that video. part you of it. it. Not the whole, <laughs> not the whole game. Yeah. Just parts. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There was that. Uh, and then I made a video and it was It's true. You did. I, we just went ahead and ripped that band-aid off, like you said in your tweet. It's true. Um, we did. We predicted to I I, I put a, I put a ban, I put a ban on this podcast specifically <laughs> for us to talk about predictions uh-huh. because it, it, like you were talking about earlier with the like store listings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's the podcast equi- the Nintendo podcast equivalent is the Nintendo direct rumors of like yeah. the, let's name another episode mm-hmm. podcast. I mean freaking uh predi- I mean, direct mm-hmm. predictions or whatever and it's like I can't do it anymore because <laughs> yeah. they're always the same exact like yeah. song and dance. And for but, what it's worth, like I, I think we would all agree that we'd like people to come to our sites, YouTube channels, whatever, for the content and 
us, not so much just hype for the sake of hype. So that's, yeah. you know, like, and even that, like, even with the predictions video, I am not, that's not the purpose of it is like just, to, but like, it's just fun to talk about at the core of the video speculative things is. like exactly. Yeah, exactly it's like mm. what's some things nintendo could be working on because that's fun to imagine um and also it's one half of it is that and then the other half is like rationalizing you know um how things are going or whatever but the life right. of a nintendo fan i think it's, it's you're so do. correct it's what it's what it's what we do and i think i think the nintendo fan base are uh, you know, are, are intent on doing that. I, I don't. I don't see that type of energy going into predictions with other, with other communities. I think it's yeah. from <laughs> the Nintendo fans. Ironically, not like it's from the ones that, like Game Explain or whatever, where they're mostly yeah. Nintendo. But they're like, you know, we also like PS Five. Now eh, let's do some predictions for PS Five. Mm. But mm. like, there's no, I don't know of any PS Five channels that are like we're going to predict some stuff. You know. Yeah. I think that that'll happen yeah. more and more as time goes on. Yeah, because their communities weren't as established. Like yeah. Nintendo, the Nintendo community are always had like like you know guiding stars as it were of like <laughs> Mario's a thing that's always going to happen. So yeah. what's the next Mario thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas like PlayStation from its inception was like, man, you know it's a great game on PlayStation. Freaking Grand Metal Theft Auto. Solid <laughs> and Final Fantasy set. Nothing made by Sony. That stuff yeah. is like Crash Bandicoot, I guess. You know, like, yeah. and even that was kind of third party. You know, so uh-huh. it's like yeah. they're only just now starting to get franchises that are good and matter, not just because mm-hmm. I have a PlayStation, so I guess I like God of War. It's mm-hmm. like I have a PlayStation 4, yeah. and because I have a PlayStation 4 and they want to like m- make this ecosystem mean something, God mm-hmm. of War is good now, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that that'll bring more people doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the yeah. Fall Guys predictions, especially. Yeah, of course. Dude. Yellow team going, I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I agree. I think IP, so Nintendo... Uh, you know that their IP is is strong, is is incredibly strong. And as AJ, as you said, I think you know things like the the pillars that hold up the others are, are getting even even stronger. And I think it is good to see. Um, mm-hmm. You know, God, if we if everyone reacts like Nintendo directs, I think we're all doomed. But <laughs> but you know, hype is, hype is good at the end yeah, of the day. I think the th- I can't see that happening. I think that'll take a long time because yeah. Nintendo's really good with their branding and that hurts them. <laughs> like <laughs> they're good at making people care about Nintendo Directs. Mm-hmm. Um, because when it first started, I was like, okay, whatever, this is a thing. But it, they got to a point where it's like, it's video game Christmas multiple times a year. Yeah. And it, everybody has these crazy high expectations and that mm. brand has weight to it on the level of the games that are announced there. <laughs> like, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like how um, traditionally like comic books or whatever would launch new comic books of like Black Panthers and Fantastic Four, that sort mm-hmm. of situation. Nintendo Directs have that weight to them where it's like, we can make or break games by the ones that we include or don't include. Mm-hmm. And how we include and when. See Raji, see Spirit like Yeah. Whereas like, PlayStation and Xbox have equivalent events now, but mm-hmm. they don't matter. Like state of plays, like eh. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. I'll take it or leave it, you know. And even to a lower degree with uh, inside Xbox or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they might be able to get there eventually, but they're not on the level of Nintendo Directs. Mm-hmm. 
that's it. Here's some comments. Uh, the Nintendo Gamer left multiple comments, many of which were very mm -hmm. good. Um, and so I'm reading two of these a little bit. Uh, first bit, they announce whatever is left in 2020, give trailers or things in 2021, no concrete release dates, I believe. Mm -hmm. So to rephrase that, yeah, essentially thinking that this direct's going to say all the things that, because I, I brought up the question in this uh, video of like kind of the predicament of Nintendo is like if normally in the you know September direct end of the year direct ish that they have they'll announce stuff for the next year last year they didn't do that really they pretty much just were like here's all the things you already know about for this year um, which mm -hmm. was odd but this year do they just announce here's a bunch of stuff for holiday or you know some things for holiday or whatever um, or do they announce stuff for 2021 as well? Because it's like, well, this is stuff we've got in the pipeline that we're, we want to go ahead and start talking about. But then also, if they're like one last thing or one more thing is for 2021, does that take away from the power of, you know, the marketing towards the 2020 stuff? So that was, that was kind of the question. And so that was his um, suggestion there. What do you guys think? Um, I think that, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it I mean, that was sense. pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much what I suggested too is like, I but think even though like, I don't know how, like, especially now, I don't know how willing they are to show 2021 stuff. I think mm. we might like, because not even just the pandemic stuff, but Metro mm -hmm. prime Four Bayonetta three. Right. right now, yeah. Yeah. Like that's burned them already to be like, Hey, yeah. we got these games coming. I out think the 2021 stuff that they would talk time. about. Yeah. Right. Would be, um, honestly like, like Q3, uh, Q3, like <laughs> Q1, like yeah. month three into the year at like March games, early 2021. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where it's stuff that probably was slated honestly for 2020 in the first place, but got pushed yeah. out and they're like, I mean, we're almost done, but we're not quite done. So, like, it'll be early 2021. And I do think, like, No More Heroes 3, no More Heroes 3 and Bravely Default 2, there's a good chance that one or both of those is pushed out to 2021 at this point to where, at that point, they're kind of breaking the seal of, like, we're talking about 2021, so we could announce one or two more things, you know. But if if every, if not, I don't know. So it's it's interesting. But, yeah, I think we'll see some 2021 stuff, but not – holiday 2021 anything mm. or something like that mm. i don't know what do you think richard yeah i think I, I i i agree i think it's just i think it's just a case of with they've been stung in the past they've been mm -hmm. stung in the past i think we're, totally. they're learning by the mis not learning by the mistakes but they're definitely taken on board and i think the way in which they're, they're announcing stuff is just it's changing on a on a monthly basis you know we're mm -hmm. getting shadow drops here we're getting you know, the, the leaks, thankfully, seem to be getting less, maybe, from, mm -hmm. from what I can see. So I think they're just being reactive. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I, I would like to see more shadow drops and, ah, uh, because Paper Mario, for instance. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Let, uh, they announced, didn't they announce it? And then it released a month and a half later? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, some, you know, changing changes of marketing behavior from, from Nintendo, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is, but it's, it's interesting to see where they're going. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, the next part of this comment, too, um, I thought is 
something I've been thinking about for a while, but like is well written here. Um, I think Nintendo has been sitting on a golden opportunity with 3D games. Zelda and Mario have 2D and 3D. So should mm-hmm. Kirby, Yoshi, Donkey Kong as well. Imagine if Pokemon split into 2D games before, or 2D games think before 3D, before 3DS, 3DS and mm-hmm. Generation 6. That way then they can have games all the time, but have two years to work on games. Uh, this part I yeah that seems like a very separate thing but 2d games are like 2d pokemon games are arguably harder to make than 3d ones because models are easier to animate than pixel art is Hmm. i mean yeah so i think but the i thought especially the like yobi yobi kirby yoshi and donkey kong um 3d games kind of like had a huge boom during the N64 kind of generation, then um, GameCube especially. Yeah, (laughs) GameCube was like, that's when like 3D platformers and 3D, you know, whatever, like that was huge. Um, But then it kind of like reached the peak, I guess, and sort of died back out. And then it was like retro to do 2D stuff. And only now I feel like we're really getting back to like, both of those can coexist happily. And it's fun to have 2D games. It's fun to have 3D games as well. Um, Mm. So I think uh, these... I mean, you know, it's it's a question of whether what what good ideas they have for Kirby, Yoshi, Donkey Kong, whatever other ice climbers, any of that kind of stuff in three D. Interesting. I don't think I've ever. I think that might be a video because, <laughs> like, I never even thought to be like Yoshi yeah. needs a three D game. Like, yeah, I mean, because most of the time Yoshi does play in three D, but it's in yeah, Mario like games, Yoshi had you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so what does I mean, that mean differently in? Yeah, like what does it mean for like the Yoshi's Island uh, formula where it's right. like you're Yoshi, you're freaking eating eggs at people. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a, like what you said, Pike, was it's a good, it's a good way to look at it with the coexistence of both of them together. Again, I'll go mm-hmm. back to a younger generation. Younger generations now will go 3D, Fortnite, blah, 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 blah. But actually now they're starting to look at, you know, looking at Celeste and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that and Shovel Knight where it's like, oh, this is really fun. Is this what you used to play? So <laughs> right. you're getting like a weird kind in of... The uh, in, yeah, in the olden days. Yeah, in the olden days when it was black and green. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> um, in three, you know, four AAA batteries. Uh-huh. But what I quite <laughs> like with, 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 with what Nintendo are doing, for instance, Mario Odyssey, probably not the strongest 3D Mario there is because Sunshine... You, you know, watch think, your mouth. <laughs> sunshine. What an interesting take! I love it. <laughs> Sun- so I think Sunshine is much far better, but Odyssey. Wow! Get this man off my podcast immediately. <laughs> what an internet! No, no, no. no what no. an no, internet! No, I, think, <laughs> no, um, I think. um mm-hmm. Actually, I this man just said Gal- blasphemy. Galaxy, Galaxy wins or wins <laughs> over them all. But all right, what, I'll, what, what, that's what, acceptable. Odyssey. That, what, that, what Odyssey? What, mm-hmm. Sorry, did I hit a nerve? AJ, <laughs> um, Odyssey does good because although it's peppered and sprinkled without it, it chucks in those two D portions. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. they're not fully fledged. Yes, mm-hmm. it, you know it might be gimmicky, but it works. It really mm-hmm. works, and it brings. As a thirty-one-year-old gamer, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm getting a, I'm getting a really good nostalgia mm-hmm. kick here. And I really want to see more of that. I want to see the blending of both. Yeah. Mm. If it can work and if it's relevant. 
I mean, yeah, even thinking like New Super Lucky's Tale, that's got, it's mostly a 3D platformer, yeah. but then it's got some sections that are just 2D sections and that kind of thing. So like that's, especially now as we're getting into an age where even most 2D games are 3D models on a 2D plane. Yeah, like and, Yoshi's Crafted World. Like yeah, exactly. Mm, so it's like- where you're like on a path uh-huh. and you're moving through the Z axis, mm-hmm. but it's still- But it's still a 2D more, game. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I think that's, it'll be interesting to see more of those come together. But I, I like the freedom in any case that 3D games have to offer. And it's, yeah. there's some yeah. gameplay elements that are better done with more limitations on it, which is then better done in 2D. But if you can implement those into a 3D game, like, I mean, like you said with Mario Odyssey, that's a great point where like there's the 2D sections where I, I remember in uh, the Mushroom Kingdom at the end, there's like a little part that was dude. very <laughs> d- not anymore. Um, uh, there's a part that's like a you, it's kind of like a Mario Galaxy sort of thing where you're like playing with gravity and it was very difficult, but it was fun in any case, you know. Um, mm. But it was it was something that could really be done just through 2D in that realm. Yeah, I, I thought that was cool. Next comment. This is from Vi Sheep who said, I'm pretty sure Nintendo will give updates on Breath of the Wild 2 for 2021, because it's not like they're going to keep Zelda news away since it's most likely coming next year for Zelda anniversary, and they need to start marketing from now on. But of course, all of this is dependent on whether there actually will be a full-out Nintendo Direct, because if there isn't, then there probably won't be any Zelda news. I don't even know if we can say most likely to anything. That's because, <laughs> like, that's probably their plan. They probably would, like, when they announced Breath of the Wild 2, they were probably like, yeah, man, 2021, we're going to do the anniversary thing. But, like, then COVID happened and the Fire Nation attacked. And now yep. Zelda's 2023. <laughs> you know, like, who yeah. knows? Yeah, exactly. So I think it's, it's all the other thing, too, is we always. People are talking more and more about the Zelda 35th anniversary as if that's a confirmed thing. But yeah, that's not really I mean, like, I mean, usually, it, they usually do something for Zelda's anniversaries mm-hmm. in the same way that they usually do something for Mario's. Indeed. Um, we but, also are going to do something for the anniversary of Richard being on this podcast because he's got to go. But Richard, thank, thank you so much for being on the podcast. <laughs> I know it's oh, very, very late for you. We record ads. Uh, it's very good. much, guys. It's been very good, uh, a lot of fun. Thank yep. you. I am going to dip out, time. but thanks for having mm-hmm. me. Yeah, indeed. Um, See you next time. <laughs> Bye. So, yes, that stuff. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, everybody, there's places in the description down below. Obviously, it's true. Check out Richard. Go to my Nintendo News. We always use them all the time for yep. this very show. It's true. Them and Lupots pretty much exclusively. So yep. look at yep, that. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that, I don't know. It's with the Zelda stuff, it'll be, I, <laughs> it's hard to say if this is like a big shebang of a Nintendo Direct, then I could see them putting something in there about it, but not if they actually don't know for sure when it's coming out. I, and I think that's probably the case. So mm. I, that said, meaning I don't think it's going to be in here, but yeah. it'd be great if it is, you know, so hard to say. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, we got two more questions from my video, uh, or not questions, but comments. Um, Portugal yeah. player said, it's sad neither Mario Kart 9 nor Super Mario 3 are at, least, are at least likely, according to you. I'd love to see them announced. So I think those are games that are like full-on video Mm. like 
Yeah. I don't, yeah. I was about to say, I don't know about Super Mario Party 2, but then again, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think the thing board. too with these is part of the reason I'm not sure about them um, is because is because of the Super Mario uh, anniversary rumors and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't know that. I feel like if they want to make. That would be too packed like that. Yes. I think that... It, and that's the same. Like people mentioned like Mario Golf. I also thought about Mario Golf, but I, I feel like that would be too many different directions of Mario as opposed to like, this is this. If you want to celebrate Mario, it's kind of like if you have a, like seven birthday parties and nobody knows which yeah. birthday party to come to kind of thing. Exactly. Like have one birthday party with your friends, maybe a birthday party with your family. Everybody knows where they're going. Similarly with this, buy Super Mario collection, 3D collection and also 3D Deluxe and Paper 3D Mario. World Deluxe if you want. Yeah, and Paper Mario. Yeah. So I think otherwise it would be kind of overkill. Too much. Um, too much Mario. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. at the same time, Super Mario 2 would be very interesting for its own reasons. Uh, but Mario yeah, Kart 9, yeah, that, yeah. you know, that'd be cool. Uh, Andrew Harris left this comment. So the main, one of the bigger predictions, I guess, was a 3D Kirby game. Um, yeah. And talking about that Kirby hasn't really been rebooted in the mm-hmm. same way that some of the other ones have been yeah i mean kirby's usually rebooted in small ways of like right and now it's a freaking pinball game you know like they do that sort of thing a lot uh-huh. more than other franchises do but not in like a main series sort of way of like this is how the big ticket kirby games play you know like yeah i don't think it's, it's really ever seen a transition like that i mean probably I feel like Kirby Air Ride was maybe the only yeah, but try even that, that it was did. Like a, yeah, even that, though, is more of like a spinoff. It w- of yeah, thing. exactly. So I'd be curious to hear, too, your thoughts. Well, well let's read the comment. Um, Andrew Harris says, definitely want a new Kirby game. Kirby's had some hit. Uh, Kirby has finally hit some stinkers recently with the microtransaction Kirby Clash, disappointing Star Allies, and Battle Royale being not very good. It's not been good to Kirby the last couple of years, but I don't know what happened after Planet Robobot, as that game is is one of, if not my favorites, uh, is one of my favorites then for the series to hit a new low after that game is surprising to me. So mm-hmm. we could definitely use a new Kirby game, and it needs to be big. I think that it, it does make sense <laughs> that that yeah. happened. It's like they kind of like ran out of ideas as much as that is overused yeah but it's like okay but like what do we do with kirby now to keep it feels, him interesting i didn't think of this word for the video um i didn't think of a lot of words for the video because i did it i like i said i didn't script the games part i just talked and then edited um right. but it feels like that was kirby star allies was an anthology game for kirby mm-hmm. where it's like here's all the things but the core kind of mechanics were you know not like super well-defined and stuff like that and the main thing was you can play with all your friends and you know it's multiplayer and all that which is like really like we're bringing the gang back together but as we all know reunions for shows and movies and that kind of stuff is very seldom good so like when the gimmick isn't a new thing but it's like doing the old thing in a yeah multiplayer way or whatever that doesn't it worked for new super mario bros we didn't work for Kirby, Kirby Star Allies. So for Kirby, yeah, for Kirby, it's a pirate Kirby. Um, but yeah, what do you, I mean? What do you think? What are your ideas anyway, AJ? As as far as like a 3D Kirby game and stuff like that, like what? That's a video. It I is. will make it in a video. Okay, eventually. good. Because <laughs> I want to hear. Like I can't even think really of ideas where like I would see it and be like, 
that. I want to play that game Mm -hmm. um, with 3D Kirby. Like, because it just feels like it's, I know the way Kirby moves in Smash, and that's kind of the way Kirby feels like it moves in, like, Star Allies, for example. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, because Smash Bros. is a Kirby game. Yeah, and, like, I don't like... I don't like moving around in smash for the most part because you, I move with my attacks, not with actual movement, you know? And like, if I'm going to be, that's it. That's, that's the problem. Right. <laughs> learn how to move correctly. Cause that's yeah, what, but like, like movement in a casual way in smash brothers doesn't feel great because a lot of people like they depend too much on the like set trajectory movement based mm, thing because right. it feels like those things are safer and uh-huh. quicker and more efficient but they're yep. actually not because you're moving in a set yeah. trajectory so it's like i know where to go to punish this you know yeah. and it doesn't feel as fluid as like moving in other ways yeah um but like in smash it makes sense for that to be wrong but in a mm-hmm. game where a trajectory is part you know like most like exploration kinds of games are like which includes platformers 2d or 3d whatever that's the point is like i want to get to that spot over there but i want to do it in a fun way so like mm-hmm. in odyssey even if it's a far way away you can like a long jump and triple jump and do a bunch of fun little things and whereas with kirby it's like either i'll kind of like plop my way over there kind of yeah. trot or like they don't really slowly and that's like for kirby with <laughs> with mario odyssey specifically there's like a progression there. It's like you mm-hmm. long jump and then you do the freaking like dash mm-hmm. thingy thing and then you long jump again and you triple <laughs> jump and then, you yeah. know, like you can go from point A to Z and use any letter in between that to mm-hmm. m- differentiate your movement. Um, but with Kirby, there's no real options there. Yeah. You, you can jump several times for the float spit yeah. out the, the air, <laughs> use your power up, you know, like you can do stuff like that, but there's uh-huh. no like in between frames that make the animation feel smooth yeah so that i mean that'll be interesting i i do think even if it's probably i bet um there's a good chance that the new game they make they're going to make another kirby game for sure it's got 3d animators on it and stuff like that but the 3d animators could also be for a 2d game like we talked about earlier because 3d models so i do think it'll be different but i i just don't know how different it really will be but i'm hope i'm hoping high you know so hoping high. Yeah, that's all the comments from the videos. Now we got some Q&A to close up. And this has been one of the longer episodes we've had because Indie World, you know, if there yep. is a direct mm-hmm. next week, like we're not even calling for comments yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the question or Q&A or anything like because that's going to be the whole thing. Oh, man, alive. Um, okay, YouTube community. Cool, cool. Asked, when we inevitably get a Pokemon rep in Fighters Pack 2 in Smash, who would each of you prefer it to be and who do you expect it to be? You could answer, uh, your answer to the first question may be Meowth, for example, but we all know that's impossible. So who would make the most sense to you? So who do you want it to be? Who do you think it would actually be? My answer for both is the same and it's always been the same. I want another mm-hmm. Pokemon trainer. I want it to be Rillaboom, Drizzile, mm-hmm. and Scorbunny. That's what mm-hmm. I want. And that's what needs to happen because Pokemon trainer makes every other Pokemon uninteresting. I am. <laughs> Cause why have just one Pokemon when you can have three? Yep. I think the most likely of what it would be, people mentioned this in the comments for my video for, um, it's Cubfu and Urshifu one or both of yeah, them. I don't know. I don't know if that's, 
Because Urshi, it really just depends on if Ash catches Urshifu and his Urshifu matters, you know, like right. like a, a character like Greninja sort mm-hmm. of was, where like he was embraced by the Pokemon fandom. I could see yep. that, but right mm-hmm. now it's kind of just like there. It's like betting on the the horse that they want you to bet on, and that's not right. always the one that succeeds. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if they think that, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that it's way more likely for them to bet on starters because mm-hmm. those are, like, 100% going to be embraced by people yeah. at large versus, like, a random, like, mythical or legendary Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's true. Who do I want it to be, though? Um, Heracross. <laughs> Yo, I'd be down. Yeah. I would be down for Heracross. Uh, all right. Next comments. These are from Twitter. Some a question from Duncan catches in. Happy birthday, Duncan! It's true. Um, he said, "Yo, outside of your realm of internet buddies, do you listen to any podcasts? If so, yes. what's your favorite and what's it about?" My favorite. Um, I don't think if I, I don't know if I have like an overall favorite. I have podcasts that's like I listen to, and I don't really listen to any other ones. But it's not <laughs> like a standing thing where it's uh-huh. like my favorite will always be this podcast or whatever. Right? Yeah. Um, but right now I'm listening. To, I usually listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast. I haven't in a long time for that one, mm-hmm. but I have been listening to their new podcast that's called something that I can't say on this um, podcast. <laughs> it's called F Face, and it's Gavin nice. Free and Jeff um jeff ramsey and uh-huh. then uh andrew something but mm-hmm. I, I don't really know him he's he's like apparently like a rooster teeth person that they talk about a lot but he's not really like working for us it's like it's weird but yeah it's just because like their dynamic is funny and that it's a yeah. good podcast it's just basically a comedy podcast where they talk about ways that they like sabotage themselves unwittingly but kind of at the same time for the meme you know right they do they do stuff that they know is going to end badly and result in fun stories (laughs) that's That's that podcast um i mean for me yeah at this point like especially because i'm not driving as much i'm not listening to as many podcasts as i used to because i that was like when i would listen to the most of the time so now i mostly just listen like when i mow and some other times here and there but uh mostly nintendo ones still but fewer than it used to be so like nvc is probably I how i can i, I listen to nvc <laughs> sometimes depending yeah. on the topic i, I <laughs> yeah i just i don't know i just like uh i like their personalities and stuff and yeah it's, it's fun um but yeah there's other ones that i've just listened to less and less I, I listen to the podcast just because, again, mm-hmm. Internet Buddies, like you said, and right. I listened to it before I was on here. So, like, obviously, I like it regardless. Um, but actually, yeah, that's how I got hooked up with them in the first place, I think, was uh, Max you and I. Listening to it. Yeah, Max and I. Wow. I don't know. It's, it's a whole a bunch of little things, but Max and I became friends at some point on Twitter. And at some other point, I. Um, wrote uh they were looking for music for a game like that they do in there yeah uh-huh. they were looking for some jingles i did a couple of those and sent them to to them and i don't remember which was which but they both happened so it was a fun time um <laughs> but yeah other than that um i edit my mom's podcast whenever that happens but that's on a break right now which is good because that takes up a lot of time and, <laughs> uh yeah there you go i don't know 
mostly that. Not a lot of podcasts these days. So, yeah. Yeah. Aaron Fields asks, best and worst Power A products? This is a Bob question. It I, is. Have... I did some Googling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let me know. What's our opinion? Um, mostly that a lot of it is very similar to each other. It's like yes. a ton of different looking controllers that are all kind of the same idea. Um, and so I, I don't really know as far as that goes. The only one that I use of Power A's, I think it's Power A, the brand that I have, but it's a Joy-Con dock charger thingy um, where I ha- keep two sets on there. So I use mm-hmm. that and that's pretty useful. But otherwise, I don't know. Yeah, it seems, I mean, maybe the some power of the bank is the best product. There uh, you go. The worst one is all their controllers. Controller just number get a seven. pro controller. <laughs> yeah. I do or, wish there were more uh, unique looking pro controllers, yeah. you know, official ones. Cause like that yeah. is the nice thing with the power ones is like, Oh, it's got my favorite character on it, but that's just not. Nintendo's not doing I that. think I have, I think I have a power. I don't know. All my controllers are either controllers that I bought, which mm-hmm. pro controller uh, or joy con um, or controllers that Bob sent me. So <laughs> like, I don't pay attention to what the brand is. I'm just like, all right, yeah. this is GameCube pro controller. Number two. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I think I do have one Power A controller that uh, I think it's a Zelda one that I got way back, and it's wired and stuff, and it's not. Yeah, great. I have a, like, a like a black twenty dollars wired one. one, but I don't know if it's hoary or I don't know, yep. man. I don't know. I and I'm not picky with things either. I play everything on Joy Cons, and everybody else hates Joy Cons. So like, yeah, wow, <laughs> you know, wow, wow, <laughs> that's the way it is um all right and now discord questions hello everybody hello um oh and i should have mentioned with the podcast thing i uh, one of our one of the folks in our community mark erickson mentions to listen to one called this cultural moment and i haven't started it yet but i plan to i don't know a ton about it but it's gonna be great there it is sounds good yeah i don't know what it's about but sounds good <laughs> yeah we'll find out um a discord uh, Falcon asks, so with the recent hardware and software sales figures for Switch, do you think Nintendo is more successful now than they were back when they were supporting a separate handheld and home console? This is a very good Yes. I would saying. say yes. Because, like, so, I mean, even for Nintendo, like, success in game sales for hardware and software is, like, backloaded it's like you succeed Mm -hmm. a lot on the back end of like your library and retrospect and the lowering of hardware costs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um they don't have to worry about paying off r&d for two separate platforms they Mm -hmm. don't have to worry about weighing like okay is it a good time to double down on the support for this platform or this platform Mm -hmm. like they can just focus on getting the stuff that matters most to one audience and then that audience will you know flock Mm -hmm. to it in droves um rather than like with wii u and 3ds specifically right they had to bet the bank on one or the other and if mm-hmm. they put out a star fox zero and everybody's like well this year's a bust they could have did that for 3ds but they didn't you know yeah. like it, they could have made different decisions that would have netted out to be better now they don't have to make or take huge risks that mm-hmm. are um as like questionable Yep. They can still make interesting games, but they know Would you that. say, to go back to, so, because that was a low point for sure for the, um, hand, whatever, home console versus handheld, but what about, like, 
the height of Wii and DS years or N64 and Game Boy or something like that. I think that. so for the audience that we have now um, mm -hmm. or that they, that they cater to now, I should say. Um, I think we in 3DS was, I mean, we in DS uh, proper mm -hmm. um, is more akin to now where uh, it feels like at times people aren't being served, even though they are, you know, mm -hmm. like the, the Animal Crossings. That's where we was. It's like, okay, the big game for this year is we play. And mm -hmm. like the hardcore audience is like, I don't want to play this game, and, but yet and still it sells freaking 30 million units or whatever. Right. right. Um, so I think that on that end, thinking about like which one has, or how, how much better are they at serving the audience mm -hmm. that I think wants to want a Nintendo platform specifically? Yeah. I think switch still does better at that because they can focus all their big people or their mm -hmm. like the, the, the big name studios on making the games that the hardcore audience wants to play. Yeah. And then if they want to do those like more like experimental Wii things or whatever, right. They can just be like, all right, EPD group number seven, you know, <laughs> like, and do it like that. I think, I mean, the big question too is the definition of successful in this context. Like, is it making more money or is it like, are they achieving their goals and like kind of, you know, reaching out to the target audience yeah, and actually it, that kind of thing. And I think they're right, doing right, right. that way better of like the people that have a switch, there are, there are fewer people, like there are definitely people that are like, ah, I want more games to play. But by this time in the Wii's lifespan, there were people that were like, oh, the Wii, yeah, I, get, I got that at launch, but like, I haven't even thought about that in two years. I don't even touch my Wii, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kind of a thing. So like, uh, I think this is the most successful in that regard, and they have the most forward potential as well based off of that. I think also, monetarily I, I, also. Yes, right, because exactly. Because like, even with both of those, right, the, it may be, you know the we like best case scenario if you own the on the Wii and the, the DS, mm -hmm. they're getting four hundred dollars off of you or whatever, yeah. right? Whereas now it's like they're guaranteed three hundred dollars or two hundred dollars now with Switch Lite, but right yeah. more often than not, you're buying a, a regular Switch. Numbers mm -hmm. support that, um, and you're more likely to end up buying another switch, whether it be for somebody mm -hmm. else or yourself later down the line when you're yep. like, but I do want to dock. So like mm -hmm. the high is much higher. Mm -hmm. The average is higher, yeah. you know? So it's like, and the low is higher. If all you do is buy a three, I mean, a freaking switch light versus just buying a regular DS, mm -hmm. they're getting 50 more dollars from you yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that by all metrics and on top of the fact that like the games are on average make them more money because it's $60 mm -hmm. game versus $40 game mm -hmm. and $50 game even with Wii, right? Yep. Um, I mean, and also yeah, I like that, digital costing them less as far yeah. as like retail goes. And there's a lot. Right, of, and digital being bigger now than it was yes, then as far as like. So yeah, far, like yeah. I think by every metric, they're significantly <laughs> more successful. Yeah. Um, I think the Wii's highs, is higher than the switch is high so far but i don't think we're at that point in the life cycle where well and it was also i feel like more yeah it was a diff more short-lived in some ways like it was kind of hot and fast yeah and, exactly and then um, it plummeted and i don't think yeah. switch is going to hit that point where right. it's just exactly. flat lines yeah so yeah that stuff i i'm of the opinion that the switch will def will definitely sell more than the Wii when it's all. Oh yeah. 100% done. for sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it was like 20 million more units. If yeah, not no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, it'll be at that point the, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, like the number three cons- selling console ever. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what exactly the order is outside of PS2 at 155, and DS at one. DS, and then I think it's like PlayStation. I think 1. PlayStation 4 actually. Um, PlayStation, is, yeah, it might be PlayStation. Because PlayStation 1 is like 102 and then the Wii's 101 or something like that. But I think PlayStation 4 is at like 104 or something. Um, so there's a huge gap between PlayStation 4 to DS, if I'm remembering right. So mm. there we go. Next question. Grim Hain asks several questions. Now that Parker is a confirmed super leaker, having correctly leaked one of the games from the Indie Direct, oh, no. what will his, his will he name his sources or keep them confidential? Will his newfound celebrity status go to his head? It already did. Don't you hear it in his voice? <laughs> <laughs> my voice is in my head. Um, yeah, I mean, my sources are the future. We've been over this. I the future. traveled and saw things as they I mean, were everybody's source is the future, if you think about it. Yep, because once it's confirmed, you know, it's like Schrodinger's cat kind of situation. <laughs> like, I could predict whatever I want right now, it's and like I'm not right or wrong. It's the future and the past, because somebody in the past <laughs> told you about what's going to happen in the future. So. Yeah. <laughs> what an interesting world we live in. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much the most famous person there ever was, so thank you for acknowledging it, Grimmie. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I hate everything about Grimhane's comment. I hate it. <laughs> Next question: <laughs> Will the September direct hate be it. in October this year? Wrong answers only. Uh, I think you mean the January direct. Uh, absolutely, because we still haven't had that. Mm-hmm. So. And there won't be an October this year, so that's it's so true. sorry about it. My birthday is you know, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening rip dude what's funny is i don't really care as much about my birthday as i make it sound like i do on all of like this but like it's just easy i don't know i like just pointing out partly because it's like oh i can relate to this in some kind of way but not because i like, too have a birthday <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like i don't know it's dumb but you know it's it's just fun so yeah no october this year sorry about it um therefore directs have no october imploded. Nope, none. We, uh, we all know theoretical foods exist, thanks to Parker revealing oh them. My God. But do theoretical <laughs> times for consuming those foods also exist? No. Eat yeah. food when you feel like eating food. I think, see, this, this is the thing, all right? I hate when people are like, it's too early to eat freaking whatever. Like, uh-huh. you, you're eating breakfast, I mean, freaking pizza for breakfast is too early. Nah, you can freaking shove you can that. Eat- also, I realized, I remembered at some point when I was like, I don't know, 12 or something, <laughs> my mom had made a cake and there was some, some cake and um, I ate it on a Saturday morning. I've just like had a, had a little piece of cake and she was like, can't eat cake for breakfast or like at breakfast time or whatever. And at the time I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. I shouldn't do that. But then the other day I was like, donuts? Like what? Yeah, 100%. donuts is cake. And that's what I was going to say. Like, I, th- I think the thing is like, it's so much more of a like American thing to just straight up eat, breakfast, uh, eat dessert for breakfast. You know, like our cereal <laughs> oh, well. is just freaking dessert for yes. breakfast. Oh, totally. Because like, okay, so I remember I went to China for like two weeks in um, a long time ago. And that was the time when I first realized like, oh, my construct of what meals are is like just very dumb and (laughs) related to, it's just cultural because we had like ramen essentially um, over there. They're like- For breakfast. For breakfast, yeah. And I was like, oh, 
Okay. No, yeah, right. that makes sense. Okay. I'm down. You know, like it's food. I'm hungry. So like I'll yeah, eat it. Exactly. And after like one day, I was like, yep, this is breakfast. That's what it is. But yeah, so it's it's all a dumb thing anyway. Just I mean, cereal is just freaking breakfast ramen anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's it. soup. It's Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cheerios are just yeah okay going on. Um, <laughs> what is the sound? Oh my goodness! What is the sound of one foot tripping? What is the color of rain in autumn? Is the apple that falls from the tree tastier than the apple that is plucked from the tree? Um. um all right, listen. This is the twelve foot. Listen. Uh, this is the one foot and, tripping. Listen. Okay. Shush. All right. Moving on. Uh, the color of rain in autumn is seventeen. Green sure 17 it's a green sure. 17 <laughs> um the apple, the apple that falls fruit falls trying to taste it no because then you gotta take it to the apple store and get a genius to look at it that's so true and oh great man has more questions because who buys apple care <laughs> jk uh, i'm apple care for this computer <laughs> Um, continuing on, Grimhane says, I know AJ hasn't because he doesn't watch things, but have Parker or Richard, sorry, Richard's not here anymore, started watching Love Calf Country on HBO. If so, I'm going to say Richard has not. That's what I'm going to say. That is entirely possible. I, we thought about it, but there's only one episode so far, so we're probably going to Yeah, wait. Richard and Parker have thought about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. We were going to watch it together. Yeah. But... <laughs> Richard was like, no, 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 no. You look too far away, and we got away for more episodes. <laughs> so I don't know. There's that. Um, uh, good, the question, just to finish it up to, uh, if so, thoughts. If not, then what, if anything, or what, if anything, are you watching? Besides Parker T. Leaves for seeing the future and leaking all the things Nintendo. Of course, of course, of course. Um, I'm kind of watching Samurai Jack, but at the same time, who knows how long that'll last, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really watching a whole lot right now. Um, we kind of keep starting shows, and then I don't – I mean, I've said this before. I don't watch a ton of stuff on my own just because of the way things go. I don't know. It's um, true. Same. So Ashley and I watch stuff together, all. but we're rewatching some of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but then we get into a trap where – See, I don't do that. I mean, I'm yeah, doing it now because right. I'm Ryan Jack, but – but like, Very so, cause we just like to have like something guys. to be able to put, to put on in the background and stuff or, or not just, you know, put on while we eat or something. Um, but I thought she said while we eat, <laughs> I, it's, it felt like I did. I didn't mean to, but yeah, that was, I was like, it felt like I said, yeet. um, but what was I, yeah. So like Brooklyn Nine-Nine will, will be like, yeah, let's start it all the way from the beginning. And then we'll watch like two episodes at the beginning. And then Ashley will be like, Oh, we should watch this episode though. And then we'll be like, um, okay, we'll watch that episode. And then we'll be like, oh, then we should watch this one. And suddenly <laughs> within like a couple of days, we've collectively skipped like four seasons. And then we're like, wait, we don't really know what happens at the I mean, we've seen it before, <laughs> but like we haven't gone back and rewatched it. Now we're just kind of doing hitting the highlights. So yeah, it's a funny just, time. Why, it's just a one long clip episode. Yep. <laughs> Which is why I've long said um that netflix and streaming services or whatever should let you make channels of like pick four shows or whatever that you like no just even better pick four shows or however many shows or whatever and then hit shuffle between all of those like a playlist on spotify does or whatever because Uh there's so much more satisfaction i feel like being like oh yeah i forgot even this episode so just turn netflix and the tv Uh, pretty much yeah exactly Mm -hmm. i have wondered if they would have to report 
money differently though because like pandora <laughs> yeah. is like get, has to give money differently to musicians because it's it was found through shuffling rather than somebody picking it yeah, themselves. but i don't even i don't even know if netflix works like that like, I, don't I don't know, know if they pay out through streams um mm, you're right I, I think you're right you're it's right. probably think, more of like a licensing thing yeah. like, we will give you a flat fee yeah so but it would probably make it harder for them to estimate the value of a show if people are shuffling through them yeah that's because true. then you can't quite be like okay well people are, it's like a, a but then again, one song i think it, dep- on I think it depends on how they calculate views because it could yes, very absolutely. much so be an a youtube thing where it's like right, if yeah. somebody watches our video in a playlist it doesn't not count the view you know? yeah right exactly so but it does in general like the the value of the channel as a whole like thing on spotify if there's an artist that has one song that's on a playlist that's really popular they could have mm-hmm. like two million plays on that song but then the rest all have like twenty thousand or something like that it's so true. that artist obviously isn't doing quite as well in general yeah but i mean and but as far as time. that as far as that goes that's kind of like that's more rare for that to be yeah. the case. If if you get on one of the like top tier playlists as an artist, like mm-hmm. that is like transformative for your career yeah. overall oh, for because sure. people then listen to other things. Yep. Um, but which is how I find a lot of things. It's well, through. Eh? All right. Continuing on. Uh, yeah. Last few questions. Chicapo asks, this is, I'm pretty sure the longest podcast we've done. Um, Chicapo asks most underrated switch exclusive games. Arms free. Hmm. Um, what's another one? I think that's it. <laughs> um, oh, man, all the other ones know. that I would describe as being good. I don't think anybody can test that. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I'm here. I've got my switch literally right here. I think I guess for me, Paper Mario Origami King. I guess honestly, yeah, that's very. That's a pretty good one. Um, I mean, maybe Donkey Kong tro- Country Tropical Freeze no. with the controversy, but at the yeah, exactly. That's the thing, though, is like everybody at the same is like, no, but it's good. Yeah, no. Yeah, so they're just mad that it. You know, they're the just mad that they, they don't get to arbitrarily pay less for it. Right. It's like this game has been out for however many years. That means that it depreciated in value, and it's like eh, it doesn't mean that. Yeah, I think all these games, everybody just agrees are good. So it's it's hard to say. It's arms, dude. That's the yeah. answer. I mean, I wouldn't say that for me, but, you know, I, I agree with it, probably, <laughs> in theory, as it were. Last question. Mega Man asks, why hasn't Diddy Kong Racing got the praise we know it all deserves? Because Mario Kart's better. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, though, that is a good question. I think, I wonder when it came out in the N64 life cycle or whatever. Um, but also, Diddy Kong as an IP just isn't as strong Um it's true because <laughs> Diddy Kong as an IP is like that's like, that's freaking like Poochie getting a uh, right <laughs> getting yeah. a franchise. It's like a franchise within a franchise within a franchise. Um, let's see, Diddy Kong Racing. When did it come out? Okay, it came out 1997. That's pretty soon. In the lifespan, it's because it's because Mario Kart. It's because Mario Kart. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. That's the reason. And you know what? That's it for the podcast. We are it's true. We had such a great time. Um, we did, but we also are hungry and are done with true. all the questions and content. So for all those Truth. reasons and more, uh, we'll leave you with this last thought and this question for you to answer in the comments because we haven't done that in a while, and I just remembered it's that true. we sometimes Remember did that. I used to end podcasts with random things. Remember yeah, that? we. 
then we'll do it again right now. I didn't. I'm not prepared. I need I mean, to plan those ahead of time. I, I don't. They're right, going to come to my brain. It. Do it. Um, if, if a sesame seed oh my God. is planted in – well, actually, this is a Mitch Hedberg joke, So, or I think. Um, <laughs> we all know what a sesame seed is, but when you plant it, what is a sesame? A sesame street, dude. That's where that's that's not the no, that's your answer. That's, that's not my answer. I'm Let us know in the comments below. Is uh, yeah, what 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 is the sesame? Sesame seed streets even? are made out of sesame <laughs> seeds. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. All right, that's it. Goodbye. So, like, comment, subscribe. Watch this on point twenty five speed. Give us all the watch time. Goodbye. <laughs>